Yo, 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 this is 7246 The Den. We back. This is KY. Who else I got in the bit den with me tonight? Yeah, uh, you know, you got your boy Luke here. Same old, same old. And your boy Trey once again. Yeah, bro, we keep inviting him. I have no idea why we do it. I don't know where I'm a welcome. Bro. I don't care. <laughs> you straight, you straight. All right, this week, what week is it? It is week of, hmm, damn. Was the second week of March? Mm-hmm. All right, so here's what we gonna talk about this week. March Madness is about to start. I know that's literally everybody's filling out thousands of brackets, and we are gonna talk mm-hmm. about some NFL free agency because we got the KC fan here. He's hype. He he's seeing a 14 win season. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. Trey Chargers don't want to pay nobody, so they sitting there chilling, and you know still is broke. But we are gonna talk about some other moves around the NFL. All right, so we gonna just go recap on some brackets. Um, I filled out a bracket. My bros was slacking, but he's mine. He go blast us on the mic, though. <laughs> oh, like, I got to, because you know what I'm saying. We gotta come prepare for this. We gotta come prepare. Okay. So uh, the bracket starting gonna start. We got the south side. I got Arizona coming out on the south, um, and on the east side I have Villanova coming out. Uh, UNC coming out on the west side, and Michigan. I have Michigan State coming out in the Midwest. I got KU losing in the Sweet 16 to Auburn. Um, oh, is it Arizona versus uh, Villanova? Um, I got Arizona winning that. Michigan State beats uh, beats UNC, and then for the final for the championship, I got Arizona. Arizona is going to win the national championship and have it be vacated in about two years. So, that being said, that's what I got for my tournament picks. Um, like I said, Luke can go into it a little bit, and the trade can go into it. We're going to get into this NFL free agency. I think that's what we mainly want to talk about. So, All right. Um, okay, yeah. Out of the South, um, Arizona is a good pick. Uh, mm, yeah. Oh, you got Missouri losing uh, Xavier. Xavier uh, number one. I, yeah. I, I couldn't be fake. Yeah, that'll that'll be a tough matchup. But if Michael Porter can heal up and come back here pretty soon, I think that'll be a nice little stunt. Don't shake your head. You 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 believe in KU, but they they bound to lose through some farmers in the round. And Carter's Kevin played pretty well this year. They have for what it's worth. They I'm have. Being, but I'm being honest though, I'm Xavier. I be I, hey, you shaking your head. I'm I'm not saying anything about Mizzou, but Xavier Xavier's real this year. Yeah. <laughs> They 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 the number one seed for a reason, so I picked them to lose. Like, yeah. I was being real. Um, okay. Oh boy, you got the Tar Heels taking down Michigan. Uh, yeah, I like that pick too. I like Michigan State coming out of the Midwest. Uh, Villanova coming out of the East. Mm. Villanova got an easy path. Yeah, and they talented. Who's got the the hardest, the hardest division, the hardest uh, bracket is it's the one with Arizona in it. Arizona's the four seed. That was only because the one with the Midwest. Yeah, because they, if Arizona, if Arizona, loses. okay, Dukes in there. You got Dukes in there. Uh, Michigan State's in there. ASU's in there. TCU's in there. New Mexico KU's State. In there. KU's in there. Seton Hall's in there. The Arizona. Yeah, but South. in the West, you got Xavier. You got Mizzou. You got FSU. You got Zaga. You got Michigan, Solid teams. and you got Tar Heels. You named Zaga and uh, I said Tar Heels, Zaga, Mizzou. Uh, Mizzou's a sleeper to me. Y'all. Tar Heels and Zaga is probably the, the best two to come out that, and I'm banking on the Zaga. 
Yeah. If I had a guess for a mid-major, Gonzaga would probably be the best one. Mm. They, their team's always They should have won the chip last year. You got Duke losing to Michigan State. Michigan State Bridges? Michigan State Bridges is nice. is nice, bro. And then Izzo, Izzo, bro, in March... I don't pick. I don't pick against him, man. He loses to. And you got Michigan State and Arizona in championship. Um, Michigan State's real, but I'm gonna have to get that to Duke. Um, I mean, that's if Duke makes it. They've been yeah. getting put out the tournament early the last ten years. They've been having the KU yips. I was gonna say, yep. And yeah, Kenny got KU and Duke going out at the same time. Uh, nah. Quite frankly, I see. Oh yeah, that's just tough. I I go with Duke over Michigan State right there, and I'll take Kansas over Auburn. Okay. Uh, I like that matchup right there. As far as as far as Final Four, I'll go Kansas. Uh, Xavier. Okay. Mm, Kansas State and Villanova. Mm. I'll think take that. Make that. I think Kansas State can do it. They they showed up pretty good this year against uh, against Kansas, and if they can they can make that translate in that bracket, I think, I think, I think KU, they can get I think there. KU is primed for an upset in the sixteen Sweet Sixteen or around thirty two, just because mm. they the Big Twelve is seen as you know what I'm saying well balanced overall, but KU. 14 years have had the best team. They've only not had the best player twice. That's what Kevin Durant and Blake Griffin were in on in respective Texas and Oklahoma. But mm-hmm. other than that, KU's always had the stacked team. And they can you make it sound like it's a surprise that they win it every year? Oh my God, it's such an accomplishment. I'm, I'm like, you guys, you got two of the top 10 players in the country, plus you got one of the best coaches of all time. And I wouldn't only, say KU's a team these days. I would say that they have the better coaches. It's the reason why KU doesn't get as many top 100 uh, they recru- cheat. recruits. That's because they the cheat. The rest of the powerhouses, like... They only, offer, dude, they only offered the dude from Arizona, like, 50K when they offered him 100K. Here, here we go. <laughs> KU's on that list. you going to be seeing... That 2008 might be vacated at some point. Because they paid Josh Jackson $1,200? They not vacated. That sounds like... That don't, 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 man, they get a free education. That sounds like cheating to me. $1,200? Versus 100K. You think they're going to overrun? I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like an NCA rep right now. You, was, you know how I feel. You, are, you know how I feel. You know how I feel about that whole situation. Like, I was, they should get more. But my uh, my final four, I'm going to pick Kansas there. Uh, I like to see Texas Tech. Kansas, Texas Tech mm. is the big four. That's a sleeper. Texas Tech, if they get past who, uh, who they would have to. If Keenan, they would have to get past Villanova. Keenan That's what I have falling, it's, 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 it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, after South, I'm gonna say Virginia. Virginia, Virginia. I just got I got Arizona. The Arizona has the best player. That's the only reason I have Virginia losing to them. And don't sleep on Michigan. Do not sleep on Michigan. I have, and one of my brackets, Michigan goes to the Final Four. They lose in I'm the championship. Say it's gonna be a battle between Michigan and Xavier. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Michigan. Mm, sleep because because they, they'll be more hungry. Yeah. yeah. And they got the sharpshooters. They actually, when I watched them play, I think they lost. Who they did they end up winning the whole thing? I think they did actually. They won the Big Ten tournament, but uh, the, like the NCAA tournament will be live. We plan on having a few segments after every. We'll try to have them after every what every weekend. So this week it's gonna be interesting. If a one is a one gonna lose to a sixteen, I think for the first time ever. No, uh, no. Not, not this nah, year. Not this year. <laughs> Virginia's not losing. 
KU not losing either. KU's not losing. Xavier's not losing. Yeah, KU lose lose to Ivy League team. I want to hear nothing from a KU fan for at least three years. <laughs> you know, I like because like because KU, ah, KU that just reminds me of when they lost to uh, Northern, Northern Iowa, man. Oh my God, that they lost to farmers. Day. That was a great. KU lost to farmers to this day. I was, bro. I've never seen so many people with salty ah. in Lawrence. They like people who just had their head because Kansas don't got nothing. All they got is KU basketball. Yeah. They, the Chiefs don't count. They got the soccer. They got soccer, I guess, but they don't got the Royals, and they don't got KC. They in Missouri, so that's neither here nor there. Now we are gonna get into the nitty gritty. Oh, let's do it here. NFL free agency. Oh um, boy, we going right into it. So, <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins is a hero. He mm. got the first fully guaranteed contract for eighty-four million dollars for three years. But when Luke said the ch ch ching, he didn't know it was actually guaranteed cha ching. Um, yeah, so I think that's gonna be a trendsetter because yeah. now. Teams have said they couldn't give people fully guaranteed contracts, so we know that's a lie. Um, so what y'all think of that contract in just, just that sense? And we can go into teams specifically uh, in a minute. Well, you know, you already know how I feel about it. Uh, now, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say I've been seeing it, but it is true. Everybody is now going to be, uh, quote-unquote, overpaid because of the rising cap. I understand that. But if you're telling me Kirk Cousins is worth $84 million guaranteed, you're lying to yourself, uh, just frankly. Is, um, it be, is it just because of the, his situation? Because he got franchised twice, and then now if he gets franchised again because of the Drew Brees rule, he'd be franchised for $40 million. So he literally had all the leverage. Like, you don't have to pay him that. But then true, the Vikings, Vikings had no quarterback on their roster. All the quarterbacks they had last year are free agents. I understand that, but my argument is that he's he has not played that well uh, you know, he hasn't played well enough to kind of garner a contract like that. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't really, like, deserve anything like that. I mean, hey, get your, get your papers. You know what I'm saying? That's I what the game, Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what the game is all about. Would I personally do that? No. I'm not, I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing Kirk Cousins $84 million. Uh, it's just, I, I'm just not doing it. Especially if, if I call myself trying to build a franchise around him, I'm not doing that. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a landmark occasion. It's literally history. Um, it's something that's never been done before, uh, which is an NFL player getting a guaranteed contract. But as I was telling my lady right here, uh, uh, Shanisha, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? As I was telling her the other day, uh, you know, I, I was telling her to keep her uh, keep her eyes on two things that's, that's happened. One is Kirk Cousins getting that fully guaranteed contract. And the rest of the team around Nope. Him. And the other is Richard Sherman becoming his own agent and people looking at him like he's crazy for doing that. Now, if you're telling me the whole reason why everybody is really kind of looking down on Richard Sherman for being his own agent is because really it's, it's a politics thing. Like they, they're, they're looking at him, you know what I'm saying? He comes into the meetings, he comes into the negotiations and they're like, you know, who, who does this black guy, I'll go ahead and put it on there. Who's this black guy I think he is, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's, he's, uh, he's acting out of turn, out of order. You know what I'm saying? You are supposed to have an agent with you. Your agent is your representation. Uh, but Richard Sherman understands the long game, um, which is, that agent will always take a will always take a cut of your pay, no matter how well you get paid. On top of the commission he'll receive for it. So, I when I'm looking at free agency right now, I'm looking at those two things really. Uh, at least to me, those are what interests me the most. Is Richard Sherman being his own agent? He's a great corner. 
He's arguably a Hall of Fame talent. Not and, arguably. He's a Hall of Famer. He okay. continues his... Okay, but some people will say one or the other. I, I, I'm just throwing out... But I, I agree with you, but I'm, I'm saying arguably for the sake of the debate. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's arguably a Hall of Fame talent already. Um, and, and you know, officials, front offices, and, and, and other people are looking at him like he's a fool because he doesn't have an agent uh, for his contract negotiations. Meanwhile, you have Kirk Cousins over here uh, a fairly, fairly mediocre talent. Um, and in his he, position, he's solid. Mediocre talent. <laughs> and and um, quite frankly, he just got the first fully guaranteed contract. True. I don't know if that's because of his position, like you say. It's only because or, of his Or what. But I don't understand the fact that, on one hand, you got somebody who sees their worth they get looked at as a fool. And on the other hand, you got somebody who kind of sees their work, but are really a victim of circumstance. And all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, they get all the praise and adulation out of the world. So well, that's kind of like that's kind of like how I've been looking at free agency a little bit lately. And it's just, I mean, that's just on the more serious side. You know, as far as moves and stuff being made, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead with my opinion, but go ahead. No, you're good. I'll address the, the two points you made, and then I'll let Royal get into it, because I know he, me and him, was we was talking about it. So with the Richard Sherman thing, everyone is on Richard Sherman for his deal. It was three years, $39 million, but it's so heavy. It's so incentive-based. It's so heavenly. True. Like, it's But it's, it's like so one-year So basically, he's betting on himself. It's like one-year yeah. deals for the team. It's team-friendly. But, he, like, Richard Sherman, he's been through a Super Bowl. He's been through two Super Bowl runs. He lost one, and he won one. He knows that if he takes up most of the cap space, that it's going to be hard for San Francisco to build. He takes one year, $13 million per year, if he hits all his incentives. And then, at the same time, as San Francisco sees that he's outperforming his contract, if they want to lock him up long term, they have to have to terminate said contract and put some more guaranteed money on it. Not only that, it guarantees him at least another payday. It's not something where you lock in and you get $20 million guaranteed and you sign for five years, and, and they can just hold over your contract where you're making $2 million a year, and then when you ask for a contract extension over the age of 30 for a cornerback, then everyone's sitting there looking at you like, be grateful, get what you get. And to his point, he's pocketing all the cash. He's not giving yeah, it to somebody. Yeah, he doesn't have to give it He's not giving it he to pays somebody the state. who's he, just He has talking. to pay the taxes on it, but right. that, he don't but have you to know give what I mean? 3%. He's pocketing, yeah, he's, he's pocketing all of the cash. And then Kirk Cousins, what him is, is that... And ain't, nobody, and ain't nobody trying to put him in a bad situation for the sake of money. Yeah, and then with the whole Kirk Cousins situation, as I said, the fact that, he, that Redskins were... Red, if anyone should be mad... At, if anyone is mad at Kirk Cousins, the league, the other 31 teams, they should be mad at the Washington Redskins. They could have paid him and paid him a four-year, $60 million, $60 million, about half of it guaranteed. But they didn't want to – they wanted to see more from uh, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. So then they franchise him two years in a row. They pay him over $40 million. So literally Kirk Cousins is like, why in the hell would I go play for something less than what I was getting as a franchise tag? So, literally, it was like a leverage standpoint. He couldn't get franchised, and the team that he ever goes to. Like, right now, Kirk Cousins might make the most money in NFL history because he's already made, what? He's already made almost I mean, but that is not even – the rate at which the money is – Growing, but it's quarterback. It's a, growing no, around. No, no, you said, no, the whole, the whole, the to me, the whole notion and narrative of the highest paid person in NFL history is becoming something of just like a cliche almost. Like it's it's not With the cap going up, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not it's not like I don't know. It's it's good for headlines. It's good for all that stuff, but it's not like 
You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's something that's just crazy. To me, it's just a sign of the times. More money is coming in, and now more people are going to be paid more than probably what they're worth. Yeah. But that's been happening since at least 2007, 2008. True. What was that? Well, Roy, what you think? He went, we went into the Kirk Cousins signing. What do you think it does for future NFL contracts? And he went into the Richard Sherman thing, but that's one move. Uh, so, getting try to get into the Kirk thing, Kirk Cousins deal. What do you think? Uh, Luke knows how I feel. It saturated the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's that ten G. That's that. <laughs> it saturated the game. Like now, everybody's about to get crazy contracts, no matter if they're mediocre, good, or elite. Yeah. But see, I I disagree with that because I feel like I feel like what can only happen for real at this point is that the market starts to regulate itself. Without guaranteed contracts, you're really playing with a lot of fun money, so to speak, with the incentives and all the other stuff. So a lot of the contracts can be fluffed and inflated and thrown this way, thrown down. Guaranteed, that's on your cap. Like, exactly. Guaranteed. Three years. Minnesota is sitting looking like they're like that. That cap, we cannot get right. rid of that whatsoever. Right. So to me, the negotiations will be a lot longer. Uh, the money to me will be a lot tighter. Um, but if you throwing around eighty four million for a guy like Kirk Cousins, that's that might just be because it's the first it's the first instance of it happening. But I don't I ne- I don't necessarily see it as oversaturating the market. I see it as I see it as a potential uh, regulating itself. I mean, you know, it's I mean, you know, free feel- market. Free, people talk about free markets and stuff like that all the time, and how you know the market will regulate itself. And quite frankly, that's what I see it as. You don't, you no longer have these caveats with incentives and playoff bonuses and things like that. Now, a player doesn't even have to doesn't even have to get to the Pro Bowl in order to receive all the money that's written down in the contract. So I think we're gonna start seeing more concrete and solid numbers. And I mean, I, and I feel like the the market will start to, like I said, regulate itself. You'll start seeing people getting really what they deserve because. These owners are not going to be throwing, just throwing crazy money out here for no reason. Feel, they know none of it is going to come back. I feel like quarterbacks at this point, if you are seen as a top 10 or if you hit the open market, I wouldn't play for anything less than a guaranteed contract just because of that position I play. You think Aaron Rodgers is not going to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron, oh, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is about to He said, you give him 84 for three? Man, you. I'm, but, sur- I'm surprised Drew Brees didn't get something. Crazy. But it's That's not. Drew Brees but the problem, he took, but the problem he, is. He's 39, so he literally. Played his hand and he got what twenty seven million guaranteed. But okay, but but see, but that's what I'm saying. He so so if so if so if Aaron Rodgers comes in here talking about I want a hundred million dollars guaranteed, what does that do for the cap? That's what I'm saying. Like how do they him. how do they structure exactly? So that's what I mean. Like it, eventually the market it will regulate itself. Everybody is not just gonna have those crazy no, contracts. This is this is where it's gonna take. It's gonna make the, it's gonna force them to make the NFL have NBA type contracts where it's a cap. Where it's a floor. Where, where, where it's like a, it's like they're gonna a they're gonna it's put it. They're gonna have to put in floors instead of instead of. I mean, they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to do a ceiling. They're gonna do a ceiling and a floor. Not, but here's the thing, though. NFL. The reason. See, the NFL is slick by Kirk Cousins doing this, and it's funny. Everyone says he. You know what I'm saying, call him mediocre, and you call him mediocre, even though I think he's in the like this. If we got, we had our tiers. He's, he's technically not, a third. He's a third tier, borderline second tier. That's what by I'm him, he's by, not by, him by by them, by him putting. By them putting floors to the, they don't want floors to the contracts because they want to be able to be like, oh well, you came off an injury. We technically probably should pay you five million dollars, but we're gonna pay you two million dollars because you're hurt 
and then and if any they get anything extra or more than that's that two million dollar production, <laughs> then they go then they be like oh that's just a bonus for us. And then look at Legarre Blunt. Legarre Blunt p- played for like three four million dollars, and no one is even trying to knock down his door. Like this dude is like he he he, gar- he garners at least five million dollars as a starting running back, but he literally has that stigma. That oh you're a troublemaker you don't do the right things. My man has I like three Super Bowls. My man has three Super Bowls and he literally had rushes for almost a thousand yards consistently with ten tubs. I don't but think he's big, got that stigma on him no more. But I do think he's got. Uh, he's also another one of those players with caveats that he's not really good by himself. He's a good. He's a good. He's a good one-two man. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a good punch. sub in. You know what I'm saying? Well, you need somebody to, to, to like I said, tenderize the, uh, tenderize the defense a little bit. That's LeGarrette Blunt. I mean, that's that's him. So, I mean, he'll always be a, a, a supplemental guy to me. He's yeah. not really like a, a premier back. So, yeah. but I don't think like I don't think what he did in Oregon has anything to do. I mean, has he? Really, I don't even think he's been in trouble since then. Yeah, I mean, he got he got, he got, got in he got a fight in Tennessee, and he almost he. And he had He's the one that started. He started with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon, I found out oh, Le'Veon yeah, Bell right. was a weed head. Yeah. Le'Veon, I, t- I give you this though. Le'Veon ain't no snitch because supposedly it was Legarrette that had the blunt or whatever situation. It <laughs> the was. blunt had the blunt. One blunt had, had the blunt. blunt, and one other dude was just riding in the car. He took two game. He took what? He took the four game suspension. Three game went to three, and Legarrette just took the one. And to this day, I still have no idea how that went down. But you know, it is what it is. Um, what about? Uh, something that hits close to home for y'all. Case Keenum goes oh, no. to the dip. What's up? The Sherman thing. What's oh up? yeah. Sherman played that smart. He bet on himself. Yeah. yeah. But it's also with feeling. I get to play these people two times. Oh yeah, we definitely know. There's here's the thing though. People say he got his emotions. His emotions got in the way. Didn't Kirk Cousins get let his emotions get in the way? He should have just signed. I've seen a lot of people talking about how he got work. That contract, but how? he's not worried about that money. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I told you that, and I told I told Bay that the other day. I said he's not worried about the money. It's to to Richard Sherman. It's not about it's the money, and style. that's what people will will never fully understand. No, he's an older corner. And here's the thing: people will admit this. Everyone here's here's how the conversation steers. Is old, Richard Sherman up getting up there in age for a cornerback? Marshawn Lynch, he did it. Yeah, you know, as I said, Marshawn Lynch too. Yeah. You, sit, you sit there and look at It's him, not about money. You look it's, at Sherman. He, he's getting older in age. He's a cornerback getting older. He's outspoken, and he's coming off an Achilles injury. So he's like, oh, he could have got more. Who's going to pay him more? Oh, you don't know if he would have hit the market. It's a few teams. I mean, it's a couple on, teams. He's literally one of the smartest people in the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing, though. He knows. If he here's, knows what what people, here's what people. Here's what would offer him the money. The Jets, who are literally going to get beat down by Miami, which is something. New England and what uh, what's the other team in that division? Uh, the Bills. And then who else has the most money? The Browns. All right, we're not. The Browns are getting up there, but they're no. not going to be there yet. No. He goes to San Francisco. They're going to be a young, upcoming team. They got a they quarterback. Got and they got Garoppolo, and they have money to burn. Yeah, why not make? If I get hit and all that, he believes in himself. He's going to make this. He 13. believes in John Lynch. John Lynch believes in him. Yeah, true. And that's what's even crazier is the fact that John Lynch, a dude who probably really kicked Kaepernick out the door, is signing Richard Sherman. I wouldn't say kick Kaepernick. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like he ain't. I it, feel like that. It was wasn't like, like he went out there and, and and necessarily put a cape on for the man. I, but at the same but time, I feel, like, I feel like I feel like when he got the interview, when he was in the interview, he said Cap is not good enough to be on his team. Right? It was one of those wink wink deals. And Johnson was like, "Well, I want this job, so uh, 
Right. I guess Cap ain't that good. You I know? Hear you on that so I mean, like, but at the same time, as you said though, he like Richard don't really he cares about the hoodie, but he doesn't because he knows that if he plays the way he's supposed the to play, the not, money will be there. And all that he gets a stick it to Seattle two times a year. It's not like he has an injury history. He's never missed a game until he. It's an Achilles. Is it? Here's the thing. You'll believe. You'll believe. And people. Achilles, uh, the science on Achilles is so different. This is not the 1990s where it's like the death penalty. Yeah, you know what's so funny? I, you know what's so funny? I talked to Cheese fans at the job. They literally mm-hmm. say Richard Sherman got worked in this deal, right? Mm-hmm. But then they literally say, oh, man, what is he doing? He's like, why does everyone believe in Richard Sherman came out for injury? But then they look at Eric Berry and be like, oh, Eric Berry will be fine. I'll be like, yeah. Eric Berry and Richard yeah. Sherman, damn near the same age. So how come he's a well, same player? Is that, is that, is that, is that same, same. I, I look at him and I'm like, so what is this? So we all, it's all it depends on who you like. Richard Sherman gonna be a cold safety one, one day. One yeah, one that's what I said. He can, he can play until he's like 34, 35 because he does, he does no so coverages. Who? I was so mad when I didn't see Arden man. What? I wanted him as a safety. Richard Sherman? Yes. He'll, Richard Sherman going to be a good no, safety the, one day. The Chargers, no, it was funny because, like, listen to the radio shows. Like, Richard Sherman saying a lot of teams are interested in him. The only person that called him, he got on the plane to San Francisco with his fiance, and that was it. I'm like, bro, if he, if he, if he went number one, he's a Cali boy. <laughs> all, and, and, like I said, all the Cali boys are trying to go back home. He's the not, Rams, he's not the Rams home. were set. They, like, we got Tlaib and we got Peter. Right. We signed Sherman. We literally don't y'all have the meanest. Right. We got the meanest secondary of all yeah, time. Huh. And that's but, what I'm saying. Like Sherman, he's just like, dude, I'm, I mean, I'm leaving Seattle, but I'm going back home to Cali. Peters did it. Marshawn did it. Now Richard Sherman's doing it. Today. And that's really, to me, what I, at least what I'm looking at. Like I said, it's not about the money. You look at all three of them dudes, I promise you, especially Peters, it's not about the money. It's about something a little bit deeper than that that, that people don't really understand. And they're... In some instances, it's like the non-football stuff is getting in the way. But I mean, I don't know. Richard Richard gave so much to that the uh, city of Seattle. I think oh, that yeah. I here's the thing. They don't think, love forever. Here's the thing with Seattle. I think that they are literally at this point. They they also traded Bennett to the to the Eagles, which yeah. makes no sense for basically nothing. I think that a lot of teams are saying that if you are anything other than a football player. That you are, you are a problem, and you can get traded for almost anything at this point. But at the same time, if I'm a player, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I might get a little political. Hey, trade me to the Patriots, trade me to the Steelers, trade me to someone that actually gonna do something. Because if you see me as an issue, that, that that's another thing. Aaron Rodgers is creating a lot of noise up in Green Bay. He's they they upset they let go of Jordy Nelson. They're upset that they let go of his quarterback coach. He's upset. That they don't seem to spend no money on the defense. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'll be, I'll be a little pain in the butt trying to get out of Green Bay because Green Bay just gonna keep getting them the uh, receiver here and there. I, they just got Mo Wilkerson. They did. I'll give them that. But, they but we don't know. If, we, keep don't know Aaron we don't know. Aaron Rodgers. You don't say like that part. I will. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. We all we all sit here. You love Phil. You love Phil Rivers, right? You love Patrick Mahomes. If they lose, if the Green Bay says if you give me one or the other and like two drafts, would you do it? Chargers would, and the, the, the Chiefs definitely would. Boy. Chiefs would win the Super Bowl if they had Aaron Rodgers right now. They don't even have to worry about a quarterback, a rookie wall, or nothing. They have Aaron Rodgers, Tyree, Travis Kelsey, Hunt, all of them. And that the deep, defense can allow 40. Aaron is like, hold my beer. I'll score 50. I don't know what this man talking about. I, I mean, he's talking about putting Aaron Rodgers on the Chiefs right now, and, and they could win. I mean... They probably could. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you come on the Chargers, they will win. Because literally, because there's a cap. There's 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 Rivers. There's Ben. They're all elite. 
But then you got Brady and Aaron, you're just like this. Man, at Ben throw five Ben lost and he threw five touchdowns. I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers would probably throw eight. Like like well, that's Ben kinda had to throw five touchdowns. Well I'm saying is that it would have been easier. Like, I'd say it would have been easier because what he had two turnovers, so he probably not only they had two fourth down in that playoff game versus Jacksonville, they probably score every time because Aaron because Aaron Rodgers is just better. That's what I'm saying. Like these these free agents, like it depends on who you pay though. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> and so then it's close to you guys. Case Keenum goes to the Denver Broncos mm. on a short-term deal. So the Broncos, they they they're in a weird spot. They got a, they got they still have a solid defense, solid. You know, it'll probably be in the top fifteen. They have a solid running back, decent receivers when they actually could get the ball. Now they get Case Keenum, who had a miracle season with Minnesota, and about eighteen million dollars a year. That seems pretty cheap if you're not on a rookie deal or you're not a backup yeah. that's not supposed to do anything. I mean, at the same time, it's yeah. Where do you put the Bron- In terms of the Broncos, I was I was sitting there, I was sitting back and I was and I was looking at the AFC West as of right now. This is we gonna call this way too early predictions. Best team in the AFC West is probably the Chargers. Then I got the Chiefs, I got the Broncos, I got the Raiders because Chargers. Will they have a kicker? Probably not. But they have very little holes everywhere else. They talking Chiefs, about signing the Sea Bass. See, they they did say <laughs> we're gonna draft the kicker. They gonna draft the kicker. Y'all about to oh. sign Sea Bass? That's what's about to happen for like five million. million. No, <laughs> for like they five already, to seven. They already said they wanted a young kicker. And why y'all talking to Sea Bass? Sea Bass is on the plane. No, it might happen. It, you, bro. I know. No one ever. No one's gonna fly to. The Chargers facility, wherever it's at, I don't know if it's at the little college stadium or whatever. They're not going there just to say hi. They're they going there to sign a contract, which will be work, which will be solid for y'all. That means anything. They're, they're going to work him out. Yes, that, I'm not disputing that. But he has injury history, bro. He had one injury, but other than that, bro, they I kept I, him out for the whole year. The only thing about the Raiders I know I can rely on for the last 20 years of my life is that they would literally lose about 10 plus games. And Sebastian's gonna walk his little self at the fifty yard line to kick it sixty Ain't yards. Nothing little about that man. And none you. What I'm saying, he had that little, he had a little trot. That's what I'm saying. So what I say, I had the Chargers at one. I got the Chiefs just because one, I see all the moves they're making, the Sammy Watkins with the Hitchison acquisition, but they lost so many people. There's a lot of moving pieces, even though a lot of no one can sit here objectively and say Pat. Is going to be as good as Alex from last year because that's just optimistically thinking. Now, if he is that, then the Chiefs are going to be hard to beat in the playoffs. But let's say if he takes a step down and then he becomes that in the next year. But I'm talking about just for next year. You got Pirate Peters gone. You have Emerson taking his spot essentially. You have Fuller as well, but Emerson is the other corner. Um, and then you have Airberry coming off an injury. Henderson's coming to step in. DJ with Houston with Chris Jones coming back from an injury. You have no idea what that defense is going to look like. Offense will be explosive more than likely. Then you got Denver, because you know Denver is the only team in that division that's won a Super Bowl in the last what thirty years. So I'm gonna give them a little credit. I feel like, unfortunately, Elway is the devil, so he'll figure something out. And then, <laughs> and then Gruden, I don't know. They talking about they gonna play football from like the 1980s and 90s. Um, that's probably not gonna do too well. They do have the best quarterback right now that's that could suit up and play tomorrow. However, I just don't know. Marshawn. Too old. He, I don't know. Beast mode. 
Don't know about that. And then Crabtree might yeah, be out the door. They're talking about getting him out of there. Yeah, they're talking about getting Crab, Crabtree out of there, getting Lynch out of there, which I think might help him in the long run. But for the short term, for the short term, get Marshawn def- Lynch out there ain't gonna help. Him. Yeah, but that, that this is me though. I got I got the Chargers, but his issues. If the Chiefs, the Chiefs get if the Chiefs get Tyron Matthew or something like that, might have to put them in a dead heat with the Chargers. I mean, with fourteen million dollars left, I I don't know that. <laughs> I feel like this. The initial numbers on Sammy Watkins' deal really kind of pissed me all the way off. Uh, I mean, I didn't really care about the move as a whole to begin with. But now that we got him, and now that the deal seems somewhat friendly, even though in a couple years he'll get about twenty mil. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It would, but with fourteen million left, Tyron Matthew, he would be a good addition. And quite frankly, he's exactly what I was thinking of and what I was looking for. Uh, before offseason really got started, uh, I knew we needed to replace Ron Parker with a hybrid safety. That and there's no, quite frankly, there's no better one uh, other than Eric Berry. There's no better one than Tyron Matthew. For someone to get step in that slot and like he can step in the slot and play that and hold receivers, that down. he can cover Air receivers and home. tight ends exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's got range, so and he can tackle. So you know that 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 will go you know far. On our defense, but do I see them necessarily ponying up the necessary cash for them? They'll be cash for the rest you of the year. You got exactly, and I mean now, now I believe the you said uh, you know the new draft, new draft uh, signees, they don't affect the cap. However, I mean Harrison Smith got about what fifteen not too long ago. Eric Berry got about fourteen not too long Tyron, ago. But Tyron's coming off. He had a solid year, but he's coming off. A down year for his standards. Like he could keep, he That's could command well anywhere. Eight, eight, Eric Berry, Eric Berry was coming back from cancer, and each season he was great. But you know what I'm saying? It. But the year, his final year, though. Okay, that he, final he, year. Andrew, he literally won. Andrew he won Paul. the Chiefs. He won the Chiefs three or four games. Understood that, but that was after the contract. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was after the contract. Before that, he was just a force. He was a force on defense. After the contract, that was where, that's probably the only player who's literally worth the money. And, yes, Justin Houston, we're looking at you. You have yet to actually win this a game your dang on self, uh, uh, <laughs> unlike Eric Berry has. And, yeah, you getting paid more than everybody else on that side of the ball. Uh, he needs to go ahead and renegotiate so that we can make that time. Either, either we – I know it ain't happening because he wasn't, he wasn't doing it for Eric Berry. And that's his boy. Uh, uh – but at the same time, he needs to go ahead and let it happen. I mean, I, I understand sacks aren't everything. They're definitely not the best indicator when you want to talk about uh, linemen or pass rushers. But if you're going to be a pass rusher and tell me sacks ain't the best indicator, then that's like <laughs> telling me that's like telling me catches and touchdowns ain't the best indicator for a wide receiver. What I was not trying to cut you off. Really. No, go ahead. Uh, you got um, your boys, the Chargers. They didn't really. They haven't really signed anyone free agent wise, but they took care of their own. What, what mm-hmm. moves did they do in terms of? I know they got Hayward. He he was a little happy. Uh, we re-signed Hayward. Resigned our safety, Adrian Phillips. I wasn't a big fan of that, or Michael Schofield. But we re-signed our guys instead of going out. What do you think? I I said the Chargers are on paper right now the best team in the AFC West. Do you agree with that? Or are you are you looking at KC? Are you looking at Denver? Are you looking at Oakland to be better right now? Um, we I think we're number one. Uh, number two, I would say it's a toss-up because 
Denver really just needed a quarterback, and they would have had more wins, it, truth be told. The case Keenum's not a slouch. I mean, he's not going to have the same season he had last season, but true, he'll, he'll, he'll do better than Trevor Simeon. That ball will get. Their defense is better than Kansas City's. They're all, who knows? Not without Tlaib. Huh? Not without Tlaib. They got Roby and they got Harris. Yeah, that's solid. It's better than the corner. It's better than the corner it's combination better, that you guys run the Kansas City. Fuller. That you they giving everybody this look? They still got Von Miller. They do got Von Miller. They still got Brandon Marshall. We still got Justin Houston. I mean, we got Reggie Ragland. Jesse Houston dropping back in coverage is not doing what Von Miller's doing rushing to that quarter. He still was one of the top uh, pass rushers this year. He was. What I'm saying is the numbers, like I said, the sacks, I know, is not a good indication. But, one, he was still stopping the run. He was still a great edge defender. And, granted, he ain't that good in pass coverage. But what pass rusher is supposed to be? Von Miller is. I mean, but Von Miller is not necessarily a pass rusher. Von Miller is literally an outside linebacker. Like he can do that. Justin Houston is a pass rusher. He's not. <laughs> he's not really like that outside Bosa. linebacker. He's an Joey edge Bosa. defender. Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. Rusher. Might... He's a pass rusher. If they, if they, if he was dropping in coverage, you would be having the would same. You, would you, you want to? I was gonna say you want to drop Bosa in coverage? No. Okay, so yeah, he's a pass did, rusher. Did you say? But you can drop. You can drop Von Miller in coverage because he's athletic enough to do it. He's he's my man's running four four four, 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 four three. Ingram, four. Even though he's a pass rusher, I've seen Melvin Ingram dropping in coverage for about. Three, four years. Does he get interceptions? Does he lock? Does he, he lock down? Does he lock down the slants and the and and the crossers? I've seen. I've seen. Here's the thing. You don't. The here's the thing. He's also long back. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to catch. You don't want to catch those big guys in coverage. The thing about it is, is that the Chiefs. The reason why people care about the Houston thing is because it all depends on what you can get away with. There's been times where you they have dropped D tackles on the zone blitzes or a D end, and if no one ever throws it that way, and everyone's like, oh, that was a good coverage because the quarterback has to look off because they they don't see that person. The thing is that if Ingram was getting picked on, they literally are running thing receivers is, over there. Thing is. No, the thing is, you're looking at Justin Houston trying to cover Antonio Brown and A.J. Green you and all these other up, different guys. No, that's the difference. <laughs> you're seeing him. You're talking about You're talking about a quarterback and seeing him back in coverage and he's not going to throw that way. You're not talking about quarterbacks who know their receivers, know the play call, know the defense they're playing against, and, and Ben Roethlisberger is not looking away from Antonio Brown or Justin oh, Houston. No. He's not. Phillip Rivers is not looking away from Keenan Allen uh, uh, just because Justin Houston dropped back into a flag. It's thing, not if, happening. If you don't, if here's the thing. Your elite quarterbacks, if they see A.J. Bouye and Ramsey and they still throw it that way, they definitely see Houston. They're going to be like this. Oh, this definitely Exactly. Works. You dumping it off all day long. I'm dumping it off on Justin well, Houston I saying, all day I long. See, I, see, I, see, I see Ben Roethlisberger look at A.J. Bouye and was like this. You about to get this work as well. I was like, so, I mean, honestly, I think that the AFC West will be underrated this year. But yeah. – it, it it definitely they they need to they the AFC West has a whole needs to do a full assault that takes the whole NFL season. Last year, you know what I'm saying, we got the whole the whole division got made out as flukes because everybody was doing strong for the first six to eight weeks and then everybody kinda Huh? But y'all was opposite though. Y'all came yeah. on strong. But yeah, literally he was opposite from what y'all did. I mean, okay, but there's that. But that's what I'm saying. But Denver was the same way. Denver Y'all was the same way. Ended all uh, hot. Raiders were yeah. halfway. It, it was. It but was I weird. said the whole season. That's what I meant. The whole season. You can't just do it one way or the other. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that was a good catch. So, like, other than that, um, that was just the AFC West portion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was a free agent signing that you saw that will go, that would 
you think will take a team over the top. I think ja- I think Jacksonville, they're just bolstering their needs everywhere. They're they're just. I want to say I want to say Philly, but they're already at the top. I would say Mar- well, Philly's not getting fair at this point. Their D line. I would say the Muhammad Wilkerson time. For the, they, I, they still they still got uh what's the name uh, Mike Matt, Daniels they got uh, still got Clay Matthews they lost Bar, uh, Burnett though he's a safety I do want him to see I do want they him to go get a safety in this draft that, that's not a problem yeah I mean that's gonna that's gonna shore up their run defense and their pass rush that is true I like the Muhammad Wilkerson one is is a weird one for me uh, I have the, the uh, free agent list right here at the top uh, one hundred and one off NFL dot com Kyle Fuller's still out there. Sheldon Richardson, that is who I think the Chiefs will go for as a D tackle. Because someone you need someone that can just win a pass rush straight off the line of scrimmage. Um, Don Terry Poe. Don Terry Poe is still out there. I that's wouldn't be mad crazy. at Poe because they want He's a nose. Some He's people a want nose. I was gonna say some people think we need a nose tackle. Uh you just need a versatile D line. Three four or four three? Three. Well, we had nickel. Before hey, when you go anywhere, <laughs> it's a two. People it's don't want to believe that it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not whether or not you a three four anymore. It's what. What is the, you know we what is the match more than anything else? Exactly. Defense. Defense is and, all about what the offense does and how you match against it. If right. You want to. You want to stick to the the. Uh, can you put, dinosaur can you defense? Put, and that's what I'm saying. Can you put Don Terry Paws and those in the nickel? I need to do more research, but I don't. I don't think so. I think that. Uh, now, granted, now I, I'm oh, probably thinking about Don in a nickel. Can you, you put can you put Don Terry Paul down in the nickel? He was here so how many years? You should know. That, but that was in the base three four. And they, really, and, they, and they, three, four they would solid. sub them out. They would sub them out and put two quick. You got things who they had. They had Ali. They got Ali. They had Houston. But other had, than that, other than that, we had Allen Bailey. Uh, uh, other dude we just got rid, of, not just got rid of, but got rid of not too long ago. Was it Devito? Uh, Jay Howard. Uh, Devito. You know what I'm saying, but that was that was before when we were really working. What happened, Alvin Howard? Is Howard on the team anymore, or what? Uh, Jay Howard is gone. Really? Uh, I think we you I mean, got released halfway through the year. Yeah, we let him go last year. Oh, I know now. Now they're talking about letting uh, Allen Bailey go after giving him some money. That don't make no sense. Keep uh, him because at this point it's just dead money on your cap. Wait until it's wait until it's wait until it's nothing. And especially release. when you need. But see, but this is what I'm saying. You talking about? Well, when I say that, you're. I'm talking about the over emotional Chiefs fans that. Okay, you know what I'm saying. You clearly know that Allen Bailey is, if anything, a depth signing. Like you need depth on the defensive line. You just because he ain't what you thought he was going to be does not mean that you cut him outright. Uh, especially a depth signing. He needs to. All he needs to do. Is stay on the team. He yeah, he ain't the best guy, you know what I'm saying. But when you need him in there to do just even a little bit of work, even if it's just letting guys like Chris Jones and whoever else get some win, uh, uh, Nacho, Raheem, Nunez, Roches, letting them get some win, you know what I'm saying. That's all you have to do, you know. But what it is, what it is. I, I think I think really right now what we need. My top three needs are tight end, like a second tight end. I guess Tyler nose Alfred. tackle, D tackle. Eifers out there. Eifers out there. Y'all, y'all, y'all shot down my Ebron, my Selleck, my Brent Selleck got shot down. You know, I like, I like, I like veteran. I like veteran presence, especially someone like that, that knows how to do their job. Right, exactly. Well, you know, and who somebody I'm, who's going to hopefully keep Travis Kelsey in somewhat kind of check. Nobody can do that. Well, you, brought, we they, ain't brought nobody in. Uh, only, only other person that we really brought in who could have even been close to doing that was Anthony Fazano, and I don't really see that's him. That's like saying you want to bring somebody in to 
bring to to talk some sense to AB from stopping uh, tension temperatures on the on the side. They can always trade him like they did. Mark He's already had. He already has <laughs> his. Yeah, in his head, he already knows what he is. I mean, but, but here's the thing about the AB thing is that he is never he is never demonstrative to his team. Like AB, he's in that weird. Like he's selfish about his own stuff, so he's gonna make sure his things are okay, always. Odell he never. He, here's the thing: Odell has Odell. gotten penalties against his team, though. AB, for all we know, the only thing we catch is the stuff on the sideline. But if we caught everything on the sideline, we've seen Brady cuss out people before. But I was like, oh, my God, it's Brady. He was you know, cutting out McDaniels in like, the playoffs. That's, 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 that's cycle. He's like, oh, that's cycle. That's cycle time. He's like, he's he's that's fine. It's all good and jolly. But you know who I feel good for? I feel good for Malcolm Butler. Because I thought yeah, after yeah. he got benched, hey. I thought that after he got benched, everybody would look at Bill Belichick and be like, well, obviously there was a reason. No, no. Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, he was a Patriot. He said, oh, I know how Bill can be. So, obviously, he didn't like you for whatever I don't reason. really even, to this day, I don't understand why anybody would see that and think there was something wrong with Malcolm Butler. Clearly, there was something wrong. I mean, there's been something going on between Brady, Belichick, and Kraft for but what at least Butler two years. Do? You know what I'm Malcolm Butler. I is? know that, but Malcolm the Butler, problem. Malcolm Butler was basically like we all been at the family meetings. That cousin that walks in the room when like he didn't realize yeah, it was a family conversation, and he gets the house shoe thrown at him as soon as he walks in the door. He was just an innocent bystander. And he's literally he walked in the door, and then Bill like, you know, what? I'm taking but out. But anybody you. with some common sense knows that. Like anybody who's that looking at that knows that, and they there. know it's not it's nothing against his game because he was playing strong all the way up until that point. He got that was, that was clearly to get back. But yeah, Tennessee, crowd. but Tennessee is becoming you know what I'm saying the Patriots down in Nashville, Tennessee. They got Deion Lewis as well. They got Vrabel. They got my. I Michael just hope Butler. people start taking Mariota a little bit more serious. Well, he, he didn't have. He's got to be. He was last year. He took a step back, and he does need to be a little bit more aggressive. He's and and, and I I think. He was hurt. It's well. less about consistency and so more about. Genius, but they don't give him a pass. They mm, he ate a W literally figuratively. So what? So that's the only reason why people. He was hurt from Georgia. Well, there's another reason why they don't give Jameis a pass. We all know the reason why. It is what there's it that. is. But see, my thing, my <laughs> thing with Jameis, uh, well, well, besides the whole alleged rape case, uh, I will give you the I will give you the black factor. But my whole thing with Jameis is, you know, all right. You see now, y'all okay. Y'all need to quit eating these W's right now on the mic because <laughs> I'm trying. I, I just felt like even even beforehand, like even pre-draft, before Mariota and Winston got drafted, I, I thought Mariota would have the the better career. Why? He his game is, and by better career, I mean he's a better athlete than James. He we would know definitely James have a longer career, and his style his style is more is more comparable to like. I don't know. Some of these mediocre guys that you see out here that keep getting jobs. Here's the thing: if you put if you put Andy Reid with Mariota, I believe Mariota would have a season similar to Alex Smith as a career. Of course, because that, that's because that's, that's the comp, that's the comparison. And if you put, now, Jameis is Jameis with Andy Reid. He'll have a dominant nine year. I didn't deny that though. That's what I'm saying. You had to get an OC. The reason, see, Tennessee was smart. They really oh, yeah. got they got rid of the coach because. Bro, when they went to the playoffs versus the Chiefs, they were like, all right, we're about to come get this work real quick. We're about to go back to Tennessee and be chilling. But, you know, Chiefs gave – the Chiefs really gave them that game. And even then, like like the coach of, Mar- of Malarkey, they was about, oh, we're going to sign him to a contract extension. But he really wasn't all that good of a coach, an NFL coach. And Tennessee got the coach they want in there. He fired the offensive coordinator. I think they got LeBeau out of there as well. So, they, yeah. Tennessee, they, they – No, wait, in Tennessee? Yeah, I think, they I got think Dick LeBeau's still there. I thought they got rid of him. No, 
nice. No, they, they still got okay. Yeah. So they brought him. They retained him. Well, what I'm saying is, is that they y'all like, got rid of him. <laughs> well, actually, with well, clearly, been, obviously, but he, like, he been there for he was there for like 30, 40 years. I was gonna say yeah, 30, 40 years. Like oh, he's in his nineties. Yeah, he 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 ain't no dang on ninety years old. They were both played in the NFL season, like like the first when it first he ain't came ninety out. years like, old. Like when it first came out, so no, he, but he's legit, he a good like, eighty. So he's, he's like a legit eighty five. <laughs> he's like he's I plus seventy. He's like a good seventy eight. He's plus seventy. He walking around. I ain't giving you God. But God has blessed him because he. Hey, he's nah, that, his, if he was ninety years old, he'd be on the sideline with an oxygen tank. My God, like come on. <laughs> He's 80. Look, look, look at Pete. Pete is like 60, 60 plus, and yeah, you wouldn't the think Pete it. Good you know, so um, I'm, that's what I said. I think Tennessee could be a sleeper. I think uh, with Richard Sherman going to San Francisco, I think they're a sleeper. They, they need, still got they more money to, to they, burn. They, who, Tennessee? They Tennessee need to, and San Francisco. They need, Tennessee guys to, uh, they got to tool up on another running back since they're doing away they with They got Deion Lewis, and they got oh, Henry. Oh, right, you just said it. They got, yeah, okay, Deion Lewis is a good addition. Other than here's the thing, I told you, I told you in the other podcast, I told you in the other episode, if they, if the Steelers were to be stupid oh, yeah, enough to get true. rid of, get rid of Bell, and they can get Deion Lewis with another comparable number, maybe, as you said, a one and two guy, that would be comparable. Because Deion Lewis, whenever I watched him, whenever he was rooting against the Patriots, Deion Lewis was more than likely making a play every single game. Yeah. To win he knows how to get open. He knows how to get open. With the ball, as a ball carrier. And he knows you know how to run them he, zone. He knows business. how to run them zone reads. Yeah. yeah, he's very elusive. He's got and, he played, and he played in Pittsburgh. I'm surprised if the if the Steelers weren't so capstrapped and they believe in Connor. You uh, said he played in Pittsburgh. He played at Pittsburgh. He tore his ACL. The only reason why he wasn't drafted higher is because he tore his ACL his senior year in Pittsburgh. Oh, he's talking, talking about that pit. College, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Like, uh, so that's what I said. Like, they, they, that's the only reason why they knew uh, Pittsburgh knew how uh, Connor played. Uh, out of Pittsburgh too, they was like, "Oh well, he's right down the street. He works out at the facility." I mean, Andy was one of the better running backs. In the yeah, when he before he got cancer, he was. I was like, "He's gonna Even be a, after he bought after." Yeah, he was solid, but he definitely lost a step. Because I remember when he first when he was playing, like Le'Veon. If it wasn't for Le'Veon being who he was, that's why I really thought that they was drafting his replacement right then and there. Another uh, free agent, Kenny Vaccaro. He's still out there. I haven't heard it very much tragic. Uh, I mean, we're recording this episode right now. If I find out he gets signed right now, I'm going to be holly upset. Uh, that's why I'm looking, I'm looking at Bacaro. the feeds. Kenny yeah. Bacaro is definitely out there. Morgan Burnett out of uh, Packers. Packers are still He's out up there. there. EJ Gaines. Still out, out there. there. And we got 14 in space. You offering him eight? I'm offering him nine. Okay. I'll, I'll mess around and offer him 10 if we got 14 in space. Man, we need an outside corner. I'm paying for a corner. Hey, it's corner, man. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't overpaying. Ten for a corner. All right, for EJ Gaines is overpaying. I'll give you to, that. To, to warrant that. The only yeah. reason why he only reason why you know about EJ Gaines is because he played in Mizzou, right? And Basically. he played against us in, in in high school. So I know yeah, I kind of exactly. I, he hasn't done anything. I don't look at him. I've I've seen, I've he had a solid. He had a solid PPS. I'm gonna say but he had like, a solid. He's had a he's had a solid career. It's not he's not he's not like a top ten corner or anything like that. But if you, need, top 10 if you need somebody to hold down the outside corner spot, EJ Gaines is good well, for the team. EJ Gaines be able to hold AFC West wide receivers: Demarius Thomas, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, yes, Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. No, he won't. Yes, no, he won't. He did it in Buffalo, and he and he was also when he was in. He uh, did it in Buffalo. How many times did he beat um, New England? Who was he covering? Yeah. They, they covered they who? Brandon up, Cooks? They picked up the nearest Walmart car pushers. He's <laughs> still getting that work. Come on, bro. Well, he saying, wasn't getting that work. Come on, man. I got to look back. He, he wasn't. When he was in uh, 
St. Louis. I seen him get worked a lot of times. But time. I told you St. Louis is trash. They have Fisher. Fisher don't count. Because apparently Todd Jeff, Gurley was right. trash too. They also had Greg Williams. Belton's okay. own Greg Williams. You're right. Okay. I'll give you that. You okay, I'll give you that. Okay, okay. All right. I, mean, I think I'm here's like I think games will be solid. I think that he could command a corner, I like a, an average corner outside. nowadays could get about four I just million. I know. On the island, will he be able to stop? But no corners to... on the island nowadays. Like, he, but he's a good. I put it like this: for our team, is he is he a great fit? Probably not. A lot of people got him as more of a, a zone corner and Chiefs run. Chiefs run more man than anybody else in the league, and that's not even hyperbole. That's a fact. So would he necessarily be a good fit for the team? Probably not. That's probably why it's taking him so long to really get in contact yes. with him. Just just like but, just like. Uh, I would trust him. I, but if we get... Mm. Just like Sammy Watkins, and it's ironic that they both play for the same teams. Yeah. It's not It's not a coincidence that these dudes have been in the league for less than five years and on their third team. But they've been at they bad both franchises. The they've both been at the Rams. They've been at bad franchises. AJ, with, bad, with bad coaches. I know this is not breaking news. A.J. McCarron goes to the Bills, so at least oh, they yeah. have a quarterback for the stopgap. They're still drafting a quarterback. They said they tried they they traded uh was it Corey Glenn I believe to the Bengals mm-hmm. and got that not was it the twelfth pick I think they 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 are candidates to jump up and they they're gonna get that quarterback at five yeah but it's AJ McCarron I don't really AJ McCarron is solid he is as good as Andy Dalton it seemed like I don't know about that man no. AJ McCarron what's the difference between AJ McCarron and Case Keenum. It's just that Andy Dalton Case had Keenum unwavering. Got Andy, Case Andy Keenum Dal- got experience. You ain't really Case seen Keenum A.J. McCarron. Nice. You ain't seen, oh, I was going to say, you ain't seen McCarron just out there wheeling and dealing at any point in his career. Yeah, he did have A.J., so yeah. A.J. is like a cheat code. I feel like all them young quarterbacks that get in and they do well, I feel like who they who they got on their team. That's what I was saying. <laughs> just like, uh, what's the name? That's what uh, I was saying. Who are we talking about? Uh, 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 oh, yeah, we was talking about Deshaun Washington. I'm like, okay, yeah, but he got DeAndre Hopkins. That's a top five receiver. Let's be real. Let's be real. I mean, everyone said Deshaun Wa- Everyone said DeAndre Hopkins is overrated until after you see him. Like, man, he does this regardless of whoever said it. Who was everybody? Because I've always said he was there. Did you always consider him a top five or did you always DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins? I've always considered him a top five. I play this since he since the day off of hard knocks when he destroyed D'Angelo <laughs> Hall. I was like, okay, he is legitimate. I've been a DeAndre He's legitimate. Hopkins fan since Clemson. He I have not. I, I, will, I will admit, but it took me to the pros to see him actually breaking down the old dude. This is this is gonna this get us distracted. Clemson had Sean Watson, Sammy Watkins, CJ Spiller. Uh, Martavius Bryant. Not all at the same time. No, no they was no. all on the team at one. Like Deshaun wasn't played. Didn't play with them. Was been gone since been gone. Well, but they had at least they had Taj Boyd. They had Sammy Watkins and Martavius. Taj Boyd from the CFL Canadian Football League. I ain't heard that name in a minute. We'll tell you. We'll tell you someone who I thought was gonna make it. I was like, man, if you if he gets to the right system. Taj Boyd. Man, I was wrong about that one. But I definitely wouldn't have drafted him in the top four rounds though. I, that's one thing. I thought that he could be solid with a little coaching, but I didn't think he was that bad. But what I'm saying is, like, Clemson, they produced them receivers, but, which is crazy. Mike Williams played for the Chargers. I mean, his back was broke, but when he played, when he, he body he, catch he like gonna be, He going to be ready this year. He gonna, if he, he he needed to – I don't know why they rushed him back. I'm going to tell you who has – I don't him. either. We could have – Let me tell you, though, like, you know, I like talking about sports. Everyone says that, you know, they make millions of dollars, but someone that – it's funny to me. They are living an American dream. Chase Daniel. Chase oh, Daniel yeah. 
Oh yeah, that boy. Chase been, down. That boy been living good since oh seven. No, that's a, no. Sam Bradford. He had to play. He they made him have. They, he made he had to go earn some of that uh, money. I was gonna say no. Chase Sam Bradford. Been, Sam Bradford that, got his. Hey, got him. Hey, got him. Got the blues. If we get the live feed, if we go take it there, you might as well say Matt Flynn then. The backup back quarterback. He had back one deal. Quarterback is the best position. He had ball. one deal. Chase Daniels one game. stay getting the deal. He played one game. Chase Daniels would play one game every year and not get exactly. really hurt, not get touched. Matt Flynn has one He'll game. He'll go three touchdowns a season. <laughs> Matt Flynn has one game in his, in his two career picks. in week 16 <laughs> against the Bums. Chase Daniels hey. go, th- go three and two and be re-upping on $10 million contracts, man. I'll be like, like, come on, dude. Like, like, I'm sorry, he had a $10 million deal. Like, okay, maybe $3 million is guaranteed. Is that a Super Bowl ring? They said, yes! yes! <laughs> Chase Daniels been living the dream. He could tell his kids, I played in the NFL, made millions of dollars. Oh, They're like, oh, where's your highlights at? And he like, I had a long, if I'm chasing that, I had a long, illustrious career. I got a ring. I've, I've been through here. Did quarterback come out of Mizzou? Huh? Did quarterback come out of Mizzou? Oh, it's guaranteed. Oh, uh, Brad Smith. I forgot about Brad Smith, though. Brad Smith, way. I mean, Brad Smith was converted to a receiver, though. Brad Smith probably the best football player to come out of Mizzou. Well, no. Mm. Nah. I got to look back at it. I, I was about to say, because you was missing out on Jeremy Macklin. Or you gotta talk about Willie Moe. the person Alda Smith, yeah, before he lost his mind. Uh I'll tell you the one, Sean Weatherspoon's the one I thought. I forgot was about him lot. too. I thought I've he's got... gonna have a way better career than he had. Can't forget Maddie Moe. Please. Montober. Get that out of here. <laughs> right, I'll never forget Montober. We lost was... we lost a great today. We didn't lose we didn't die or anything. But uh Joe Thomas retired uh, this year. Finally, eleven years. Yeah. Y'all, y'all wanna know I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a Joe, little funny Joe, about Joe, it. Joe Thomas never had started a season one and I'm feeling Ever. I mean, I'm feeling a little funny about it because So I mean, why wouldn't he come back to start one But no, but look but look who they got. They this might be the one year that the Browns actually say, you know, we actually gonna spend some money and actually be halfway decent this year. At least win four or five games. Probably because he heard that every they single year. More than four to five games. They'll be in the playoffs. I don't know about playoffs, but they'll Pause be where? they'll win nine. Huh? So who's missing the playoffs? I was gonna say Ravens. <laughs> Ravens. Ravens didn't make the playoffs. It might be Pittsburgh. They might win the division. Oh, oh no, snap! No, no. no. <laughs> no. Do like they starting. Do you know what they start? Their offense is looking like. I know what the offense is looking like, but I know Tyrod. I know Tyrod. I love Goku, uh, uh, Coleman, Juice, mm-hmm. Big. Uh, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, Flash Gordon. And they, about to, and they about to catch and on the draft. Because John Dorsey, about to eat. John Dorsey ain't no fool. He know he And their defense is coached by. I, I mean, John Dorsey. Dorsey. I now, 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 and their defense is coached by Greg Williams. That was already solid last year. They solid. They gonna win a couple games. They, I, think, they I think they'll be the new. They'll be the new hot team, this just is like the Rams. Tim Couch's uh, Browns. Well, I know uh, that, but here's the thing. No, we here's the thing. Tyrod. He, he has his limitations, but I think that he will be solid enough. He, don't he won't picks. throw. He will not throw away a game for you, so that's a plus. No. He don't throw they picks. have they uh, they and signed they the Carlos Hyde, yeah. who's a solid running back option. I think they're going to draft Barkley at one. As I've been saying, you think a lot of people are walking away from one that. Game this season. But it, I play like this. I play like this. No, if they really draft Barkley number one, I give it to you. I give here's it to you. I hear but I don't think if, if the Steelers if the, if the Steelers play the Browns like they normally do, the the Browns, yeah, they'll lose because they they should have lost twice in the last two years. I'm not the last game of the season when they start their backups. The first game of the season. Who are they? Who no, are they? Corners. Corners. Who are they? Corners again? 
The Cleveland. Did they re-up on Thomas uh, yet? Uh, no, they Jamar, haven't re-up on Jamar them. Taylor, San Diego's on, you know what I'm saying? Get at it. Yeah, who else? But that's on that that's their issue then. The they might mess around and go D B number one then. If they got no. calls high, if they you know, if, here's the if they got calls high in free agency, they'll go they'll they'll probably they mess around. Get and get boy, they might get a uh, 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 boy out of Ohio. Ohio State or Iowa. What's Ooh, the name? I was gonna say it was either gonna be Josh Jackson. Or Mika Fitzpatrick. They're not drafting them number one, but here's the thing. Why not? Here's the thing. You're not drafting no, them. No, they'll get them number four. They're not drafting them. They're not. They're going to get Fence. They're going to get Fitzpatrick first, or they'll get um, uh, James, Derwin James first or something. They'll get those. They'll get, you don't draft a they corner. Got, Why not? Just, when they, you they got all the – when you got two first-round picks, you might as well – if, if he's the best player on the board. They just drafted a safety last season. That was, the be, that was supposed to be the best safety. Peppers was picked in the 20s, though. There's a difference. That that part is true. You hear but the, he, you hear but that's what I'm saying. So now that if he's on top, top of your board, if he's on top of your board at number one, here's the: if you don't draft Barkley, who's the best player in the draft, yeah. probably like right, like a lot of pros say that either that or the Notre Dame guard. And we both know we learned from the uh, Chiefs: you don't draft the offensive lineman number one, regardless of what how good you think they're going to be. Why not? Fair Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, number one. Okay, number two. It's the Chiefs. But number one, Eric Fisher's been uh he's been a corner piece on that line. He, co- what he cost you a playoff win. What? He cost you a playoff win. No, he didn't. Yes, he the did. refs cost us one because that wasn't even holding. James Harrison wanted to be a little punk asshole and wanna fall down, act like act like he wanna be Just held. Ball, we've done a really good job not cussing for Yeah, until this point. Yeah, until this point. Because if you want to go there, we can go there. James Harrison's never been called a punk. And then Jay, they literally catch Fisher. Uh, until, until he come across the edge on, on weak-ass Eric Fisher, and all of a sudden he's getting held. But guess Please. What? You Eric Fisher ain't that strong. I'll tell you how Harrison got validated. Excuse my language, because, but because no. Like, when they were in the, when they were in the red you zone. You know that play. About to win the game in week six, or week, it was week six, week seven, he didn't decide to hold James Harrison. James Harrison decided to get his one sack of the season with the Steelers. And goes right. He past didn't them. hold him in the playoff game. He should have held him. He fell down he held him in the regular season too. They would have scored a touchdown. I ain't trying to hear this. Hey, man. <laughs> hey man, I need you to calm down. Not the second. Didn't uh, Eric Fisher play to be hurt because he was about to face JJ Watt? Yeah, but didn't he give J.J. Watt the business in the playoff game? After he year? broke his back. We know that went healthy. J.J. Watt will give him that he business. Literally, he literally <laughs> might be the reason why J.J. Watt. So will Khalil Mack. That's why I said Eric Fisher, like I said, is Eric Fisher Taylor Warren? Is he Joe Thomas? No. But is he is he a cornerstone on that on that offensive line? No. Yes. Yes, he is. Okay, he's, he's, he's got to be the best, if not one of our best run blockers on that offensive line right now. And, and since Andy Reid likes to run a whole lot of space plays with the screen plays with Alex Smith, he's the best, the most athletic lineman to get out in space and, and t- block t- on the screens. T- he t- just can't, he can't, he can't do the kick step. That's it. <laughs> he ain't got a kick step. That's why I've been trying to, this is what you mean. the biggest part of being on He left tackle that hole. That's the worst thing. But in this offense that is not traditional, you don't necessarily need a traditional left tackle to have a traditional kick step. I just like I just like trolling you. That was just hilarious. I know you do. That's why I got mad. You, you picked the right string and you got me. And I really was not trying. And I knew that I... You, them, you three were, syllables, like, them three syllables, doggone it. They, they, dang it. 
That door, that door, I opened that. You opened that door just a little bit, and I ran through that mud. That's exactly oh, what I did. That I, I won't lie, man. That oh, that game was. I've never been more mad at the end of any game other than that. Other than that Pittsburgh Kansas City playoff game, I've never been more mad at any game. Whenever, never. whenever, whenever. Uh, whoop, dude. <laughs> hey, Royal right. dying. What's right, the question? Now, now Royal Royal want to bring up. Royal want to bring up how hype I was on Snapchat when we. We went up by like two scores, I want to say, man. We was, hey, I was getting it. I was so hyped on Snapchat. Two hours later, I go home in the dark. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I feel, I feel salty. I feel salty because I root for Casey, but whenever they play the Steelers, people come at me sideways. Luke is the only person after, the, after what was it, week, was it week, what, week, week four or five when Steelers beat the brakes off the Chiefs. Luke literally will not talk crap about Steelers and Chiefs game. He's like, no. you know what? I'm gonna sit there and watch it, and then I'm gonna build because myself the Chiefs, in the middle. Because the Chiefs have to have to do their part. That's just that's just. But the, 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 fact that, the fact that people come at me sideways on social media, they see me. Oh man, Chiefs gonna hang up forty. Y'all defense sucks, and they don't score more than twenty points. Literally shuts down the whole offense, and I'll be like, I was like, so. Um, with, uh, Alex Smith <laughs> shut down the whole offense. No. No, no, no. Tyreek Hill got clamped up. Okay, by you're Hayden. talking about in Tennessee. I'm talking about Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Hayden clamped up Tyreek. I don't understand how he did it. I thought that he was done. That's when I knew he was actually not done. This is when he clamped up Tyreek. Who? Hayden did. De'Anthony Thomas uh, did more work that game. <laughs> and that's because they That's because Mitchell, Mitchell having his. I never knew a safety that had his eyes in the backfield as much as Mitchell does. I really don't. And I like Mitchell. I think that he was a thumper. No, Talk about, he's talking about this man every week. Cause you were bad. Cause he he literally had he left four he had fourteen points. If it was not for the pass rush, Chiefs would have beat the brakes off the Steelers. <laughs> Cause on two plays they would have scored on him twice. I and I was right there. So that's yeah. why I was just like at this point. Yeah. Like they released it. Like that's another thing I want to talk about. Some releases they released Mitchell. As I said, they would. They yeah, released Golden, which I thought. I don't understand how JJ Wilcox is still on the team. And he has like a four million dollar cap hit. They said they're gonna bring him back and start him. My whole thing is that if you thought Mitchell was tra- was not that good or he was slacking in production, why you have this dude sitting on the bench for four or five million dollars? I mean, that's like veteran experience goes a long true. way in the NFL. But it you can get rid of him. You, you actually you can actually go for you can try to like do what you did with uh, Hayden. You can try to get Tyron Matthew. Like I got the list here. You got Trey Boston out there. You got, you really need someone serviceable at the safety position. You can't have the well, every time they look at the Steelers, all right, corner posi- quarterback positions solidified a little bit. Obviously, they need a middle linebacker because say zero. I like, I but like, but you can't look at Mitchell and be like this. Oh, that's cookies. We gonna we gonna try to do some levels on this one. We gonna run like we gonna run some. I mean, on there. I like Trey Boston, but I've seen that man commit to a tackle more than I've seen Ooh. him commit to a ball. Trey Boston and. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, five I, this season. That's what I said. I need someone to catch the ball because with Steelers, if the actually his, his his ball play, he plays the ball better. Than if if you, the the Pittsburgh Steelers, I like this game. I saw him directly. He was playing the tackles more, but then again, those are more likely Chief games, which our offense is always within seven to ten yards. So <laughs> that part I can't even be mad at him about. But. Let me uh, read out there too. Vinny, if you can get Kenny Vaccaro, Eric Reed, for the same price, if, if here's the thing, Tyron Matthew takes a deal where it's six or seven million for a cap hit. I want Tyron Matthew. Of course, I, I want Tyron Matthew. I need the Chargers want Tyron Matthew, and they got it. Our players is 
recruiting him on Twitter. Right? Everyone, the Texans, the Texans, li- everybody looking. Hey, listen, if I'm Tyron Matthew, I'm everybody. Everybody sliding in his DMs. Hey, bro, you might as well come over here and try to win a ring. Here's the thing: if him not taking a pay cut, I'm telling you, what we don't want is him to go to the Patriots because then that's going to be problems for everybody in the AFC. No, I don't think so either. I, I don't. What's funny is I don't really see him as. Oh yeah, he, I don't think he he's the. I don't really Bill see Belichick him as guy. the missing piece there. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't they really, needed a defensive play to win that game versus the Eagles. They needed one because the Eagles got one. They end up going to win the game. By I eight. don't think that's Tyron Matthew. He can cover somebody better. Tyron than Matthew can cover, but they but. Mm. Tyron Matthew. I hear you saying it would be between him and Gilmore. He Tyron Matthew is. But Washington ain't got to come back healthy too, though. Uh, uh, what's the linebacker dude? High tower. High tower. Yeah, high tower got to come back too. Yes, I said like, I think there's a lot of safety free agents. That's why I say like we're being real talking about it. Like the DB free agent class is crazy. You can get someone to start relatively decent for your team right now. It's not. It's not like. Or some team gets when one player gets released in the free agency class, or not free agent training camp, and they automatically win it. But like, there's there's solid pieces all around. Yeah. But oh, I'm watching the door. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we got for this week. We got we gonna release this episode. I'm glad. Thank you guys for listening. If it's the one one of you guys, or even if it's fifty guys, hopefully it's fifty guys. But appreciate you guys <laughs> listening for us. Next week, we got the first round of the uh, NCAA tournament going down. And we're going to get a solidified free agent class because it's only been, technically, it's only been about four hours. Four hours. Five but, hours. I mean, we could say it's been four hours, yeah. but they've been talking to these players for two weeks now. But that being said, this is KY signing out. This is Luke signing out of the den. And your boy Trey. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We out. Yo, yo, yo. This is seven two four six the den this is ky who else i got in here with me today you already know you got your boy rich in here you know what i'm saying we got one more we got one more oh man he always coming back what's your name man it's your auntie's favorite podcaster <laughs> hey auntie <laughs> my boy royal he comes back he wanted to grace us with his presence once again last week we had the nfl combine going down in indianapolis and we had a couple show outs. Saquon Barkley, you know what I'm saying, put up 29 reps running under a four, what was it, a 4 4 1. You got Shaquille Griffin literally got one hand balling, running a 4 3 fast. I think he had the fastest time. All right, but no one really wants to. Everybody likes the running backs and the good stories. Yeah. But everybody wants to talk about them quarterbacks. What y'all see from the quarterback class this year? A lot of people have Josh Allen going number one overall. Roy, what's that look, man? We can go with you, man. Who. Did you did you watch any of the combine and who did you who who do you think gained the most? Uh, I watched a little bit of the combine. I think the person that gained the most is Josh Allen. Mm. He did. He, he did the most out of all quarterbacks. He showed he had a big arm. Uh, his accuracy could be a little bit better, but yeah, he did, but he completed what, forty with fifty four percent this year, like something like that. Yeah. Uh, the thing the thing I didn't get about the whole Josh Allen thing is that they automatically catapulted him at the number one quarterback position. You got Baker Mayfield, who literally broke almost every passing record in NCAA. You had Lamar Jackson won the Heisman the year before, who had a better year statistically than he did the year when he won the Heisman. And then even what you got, Rosen, who they've been goshing over for the last few years. So when Allen, he did have the strongest arm. He did have the strongest arm. I think that 
the team that looks at him the most and says that we could probably compete with him right now is probably the Broncos because they got a strong defense, a good running game. But uh, what about you, Luke? What do you look at the quarterback class? What do you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you know, it was cool to see uh, JT Barrett out there, you know, doing some work. Yeah, do you think he uh, can have a chance? I know I know you didn't want to JT Barrett, maybe. Uh, he, he ain't going to start uh, but you know, NFL uh, NFL scout grades uh, gave him a decent grade. Um, wasn't necessarily the lowest, but it wasn't the best. But I thought that was a nice little sight to see. Um, I did like seeing. Yeah, too. you know, I, I I've always kind of liked you know J T. Barrett. Um, just personally, you know, I think he's a he's a, he was, he was one of the best college quarterbacks we ever seen. He had a he has a, he has a ring as the back when he was yeah. hurt. But uh, yeah, but other than that, other than other than him. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess Darnold, he had a crazy day. Um, he but, didn't throw, though. That's the only thing. I would have wished he would have thrown. I wish he would have shown. Because, like, like, at that particular moment, the quarterback class is seen as a deep class this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked him to throw just to see that, you know, he could be the leader of the pack. Because last year you had Deshaun Watson with, with Mahomes and Trubisky, and they was like, they were saying, hey, let's go. True, but what you, you got to know is, is that, you know, the, the combine is just stop number one, you know. He's probably thinking, you know, we'll just do these private workouts. Let's not really do too much in the combine. Only hurts, it only hurts him. I think everyone else has something to gain. I think Darnold didn't have anything. He would have only True. lost something. And exactly. throwing in the combine, you don't know. You don't have time to down with those wide receivers. So True. if they run a flat route, you want them to take a better All angle. they see is the incomplete pass. They don't exactly. see it as the bad route. I definitely feel you on that. So I understand wanting to see him throw, especially in the combine. But at the same time, you know, I, I, you know, I understand why quarterbacks don't. Um, Lamar Jackson, on the other hand, I feel like he, he I, I, I would say if he benefited from throwing that day, it was the fact of that he didn't have to exactly. He, he the fact that he did that's that's what was beneficial for him. Um, you don't really see much, you know, nothing really changed. There's nothing he could have did at the combine yeah, other than throw the ball stuff. seventy yards. Exactly, like he he would have to do something like you really quite frankly had never seen him do. And that the combine is not the place for that. Yeah, um, that's that's just a workout place, um, and it, it attracts a lot of uh, unwanted attention. Frankly, it's, it's I mean, and I know we're talking about quarterbacks specifically, but com but the combine itself, I always feel iffy about the draft process as is. But the combine itself is you know, is really just those rookies' chances, their first good chance or first good look at life in the NFL. What's it going to be like always being surrounded by stuff? Oh, so. From fans' perspective, I guess what the whole combine is, I feel when I was younger, oh, if you don't test well in the combine, and, mm. you know what I'm saying, as someone I played at a smaller NAIA school, like what I, I know Theodore Brown, I'm going to name drop. <laughs> uh, he my played in the NFL for a few years. He uh, When he says that the combine, all it does if you're from a smaller school, you need to perform well. Mm-hmm. But for them big names, for them big name players that came from like Ohio State, USC, you really like they the, the your tape pretty much shows how good you're probably going to be. Right. They would like to see if you test well. Right. But I just like from a fan perspective, now that you sit there and you try to study the game and watch it, do you feel as if the combine helps fans, or do you feel like it helps coaches? Do you think it should make a final decision, or is it like it don't the short Olympics, like the short Olympics? Because you see some. Fans, they they're talking about uh, USC. Uh, I think I hope I pronounce his first name was Shaquille Griffin. And a lot of people, oh, he ran a four three and bench oh, twenty times. Shaquin, so like, show should he be a top ten pick because he ran a four three? 
or should you look at the whole film? Like a lot of people, like they see the combine. If like look at uh, look at Brown from uh, Oklahoma, he was a, a projected top ten pick, a top the best tackle, has fourteen. Bits. I mean, I'll put it like this: if you're not a first day prospect, you know what I'm saying, then you probably if you get an invite to the combine, you should probably definitely take it. And if you are first round, you know, if you are first round uh, or first day prospect, you know, taking it is seen more as a professional courtesy than it does uh, professional necessity, if you get what I'm trying to say. Agreed. Like, you know what I'm saying? At that point, you're doing a workout for the NFL scouts who, you know, are there. You know what I'm saying? They want to see something good. They don't necessarily always want to see guys who may not even be nothing in the NFL. They want to see, you know, so they want to see something from everybody. So that's why I don't think it. I don't think it's good for the. Uh, I don't think it's good for fans. Well, not not necessarily like you know it's a bad thing for fans, like, but it's more so for scouts. It's more so for players um, who need uh, probably some experience with professionalism. Um, as far as that goes. So as it relates to the quarterbacks in the combine, um, I mean, of course, you know, we know the race factor plays, you know, heavy with black quarterbacks, especially with Lamar Jackson, who was called too short. You know, he's taller than Baker Mayfield um, and all these other different things. Uh, inaccurate, even though he, you know, his accuracy, you know, his, 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 exactly is, is good, better than Jackson, like you said, and it's decent. So, um, you know, that kind of plays a factor. And like you and like I said earlier, um, it also plays a factor to the media kind of circus about it. And that's kind of what the scouts want to see. They don't they they don't always want to see how a player, you know, performs on that field or in a workout. But they also want to see how well they can handle the media or handle the stress away from football. So. Uh, yeah. Is anything I think it hurts. I think it really it kind of hurts the scouts in a sense. And it can even hurt fans because, as you said, like it's the uh, short Olympics. Right. Like there are yeah. people wearing shorts, and they they look really good in the drills, but then they can't. They're not. Their their workouts aren't as good as their film. So yeah. I know the first thing they do is, you know, what Coach Brown used to say is like if you if you test it well, they will go back and look at your film. Or if mm-hmm. they looked at your film, they wanted to see what you test just to see if it makes sense. Because you like look at Saquon, like they say, oh, like his film shows that he was powerful, and he was strong, and he was powerful, strong, and he was fast, and he proved all that running a four four one, bench it twenty nine times, his agility, his running back drills, just looking uh, professional. But <laughs> sorry. We we good man. We got highlights in the back. It is just you know, just, just mode, watching Marshawn Lynch run over Ron Parker. It, 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 it happened. I mean, we could and that could be a perfect segue. You know what I'm saying? Well, unless you want to keep talking about quarterbacks. No, you good I man. Can, what, you, can, what you got? What you got, Cuzzo? What you, know, you got? That, what you got? That, that 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 right there is prime example. You know, uh, well, you know, I, I watched some of the DBs uh, as part of my assignment for the combine, and frankly, um, you got uh, you got an unpopular opinion over there. What's up? Well, I don't really have an unpopular opinion. Um, it's just in reference to my team. I know we're ready to see something different uh, in the secondary. Um, granted, we weren't ready to see one without Marcus Peters, but I was personally ready to see one uh, without Ron Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great cover guy, um, you know, and he's you know 
what's the old cliche? He's a lunch pail guy. You know what I'm saying? He, he's come, he, he's ready he, to work. He'll never hurt you. He he won't help you as unless much, but he won't time, ever hurt you unless it's time to tackle. And then this, <laughs> then he's an immediately a liability. And as safety, that's not really what I'll probably this. That's not what I look for in the safety. You know, safety is literally the last line of defense. Um, secure tackles. especially the secondary. But yeah, safety is the last line of defense. Yeah, you need to secure tackles if you ain't going, you know what I'm saying, anything else. Tackling is part of the job, and, and covering is part of the job. Well, I feel like this is both. the one of the deeper DB classes. Oh, yeah. And, like, like corners. Oh, yeah. You can get corners. You can get, you oh, can get yeah. a strong safety or free safety. Yeah. Mika Fitzpatrick, I really like Derwin James, I believe. Derwin James. Derwin James. James. Ronnie, Harrison, Ronnie Harrison, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, like those Josh are the Jackson, Josh but he's Jackson. not a safety, but you know he's a corner saying. though. Like, but DB, you, there's yeah. definitely value in the DB class this year, especially like I was telling this to Luke the other day. Either receivers are getting slower, or DBs are getting faster because it feels like every DB is running at least a four three five, or maybe at the slowest four four five. And it feels like nowadays, in order for a DB just to compete, you got to have that speed. Like slower DBs. Like, everyone, I know everyone was on the fad of the Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman, who's actually getting talks of getting released mm-hmm. in a few days, actually, by the Seahawks. They was like, oh, we, we could take a slower corner if he's bigger. But, like, it feels like it's going to get, it's gearing towards them fast guys now. Like, look at Ramsey, even Casey Hayward. I think he tested pretty well in the uh, combine in terms of speed. I think, but but the what, what offsets Richard Sherman's... Or big corner. Relative, right, right. Lack of speed is his size, so... Um, but you get that even with uh, you get that with players like Larry Fitzgerald, you know, what I'm saying big receiver, uh, uh, not necessarily that fast, Can't but his size it. allows him to separate easy. And really, the name of the game is separation. It's not necessarily speed. Speed is great when you have the ball when you got open field, but when you playing in the NFL, you know that's a that's a compact. That's a much more compact field than playing on the NCAA, you know, regulation field. You know, so you need you need more speed in college than you do in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Richard, Richard Sherman, he also benefit off of being real physical. So you could you could be able to run past him all day, but you can't. You're not going. You're not going to pass on him all day. He's going to he's going to put his hands on you, so right. you can't do that. One right. thing one thing I was going to ask y'all, we could just talk about tackling. I know uh, Royal, he had some. Uh, he has a Ron Park. He has. He, I know he. Uh, he likes a guard. I don't know. We just watched my partner right. get stiff armed by James <laughs> White again. <laughs> oh my god! But um, was segmenting uh, to Royal, I know that you had a uh, prospect that you've been love. Like you literally talked about him for like the last year and a half. Was it out of Notre Dame? What was his? Oh man! The, what? Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Oh, that man. that dude. Yeah. Like if out of everybody, he's like everyone. You're everyone speaks a hyperbole. Everyone's like, oh, Donald's gonna be the best quarterback. I ain't even gonna front when when Royal came to me and he was like, hey, "Yo, the best player in draft this year is offensive lineman." I was like, "All right, dude." But all right. Even then, like, uh, he was like, "Watch like, the tape, watch the tape." I was like, "All right, I watch the tape." I'm like, "Okay, he gonna just throw a dude here, throw a dude there." No, nah, this dude, well too, this dude is throwing dudes. All the way across the field. Grown like, man. He can grown move. Man. He's oh, yeah. grown man. People oh, yeah. over the age of 21. Uh, He's not punking freshmen. He's not uh, punking yeah. freshmen. He's I'm going to have to singers. agree. I'm going to have to agree with Roy. I know he ain't really put it on wax just yet, but... Uh, it's kind of hard for me to admit that, being that I'm a USC guy. Yeah, exactly. He's and yeah, Notre Dame. Like, like, Dame. Anybody yeah. coming out of Notre Dame, you naturally hate. You be like every time you said their name, like go and take hate. Yeah. Go and take hate. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, it's, sorry. It's, go. It's, it's done for Joe Montana. I don't like that. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I know I think Quinn's gonna do well. I, I, I think if it, yeah, draft, if, if, if it wasn't it, like if it's for Chubb, Chubb is a pass rusher out He's of NC State. You got a Saquon running. That's back. gonna be some. I put like this. That's that's the matchup I'm looking forward to in the Chubb. NFL. Chubb versus Nelson. I know. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I, I would rather see it be the bang. against Nelson. Yes. Yeah, because you won't see Chubb. Chubb gonna be on the outside. Chubb's so, gonna be. Chubb. I, t- I, I tell you this: if Nelson comes down and cracks him, the you want to see Vita Bay? Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, what is it? An unstoppable force meets an immovable object, right there. That's that's yeah, that's that is a good matchup to see. Yeah, in the near future. So I know uh, the buzz for Saquon is that he's gonna be the best running back. Mm. In the draft in the last five, they said since Adrian Peterson, mm. which Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Fuller, um, but that comparison to do you to, think do you think he could be better? Do you think he was better? Do you think he's gonna be better than Zeke or Gurley? Because that's what he's getting compared no. to. Because because if people think Le'Veon, so a lot of people think Le'Veon is better than those two. So basically, you say Saquon is the second best running back already. Like. See, that's what I hate about those comparisons because yeah. you don't, we don't know how he's going to he got to be better than Joe Mixon. They were saying the same thing about Joe Mixon last year. True. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's really the thing about it. Like, you you have to see these players in the NFL. All right. Saquon, he had, you know, and I, I'll keep saying that, but I think it is a, it's a fairly good critique, especially when you're talking about running backs. But his tendency to um, bounce out, you know, Cool, like I said, it's cool in NCAA because you can spread the field a little bit wider. In the NFL, it ain't that. You, you, you ain't running, you ain't running it, from yeah. that Eagles D line no, like that. Yeah. You can bounce oh. out, you can bounce out all you want. Yeah, no, but that's you, not happening. You gonna get wrapped up. You, that's yeah, all that means. Try it. You can try it. I mean, they, really, that's what they thought Tavon Austin could do because there really was nobody who could hit an edge like Tavon Austin. Yeah, and then now he can't exactly. But, but he can't. I don't know. It's just it's all about the catching thing now. At this point, for him, yeah, to this day, I don't think I've seen any any anybody's highlight college film. He was a human highlight. That looked anything like Tavon he, Austin. The way he could no. hit an edge. I mean, that was ridiculous. I mean, he's a free agent this year, so if the Steelers yeah. need a third receiver, oh. that definitely they as a gadget receiver, he definitely could fit the uh, bill yeah. on that one. Oh, so yeah. thinking about Saquon, you said that it all really depends on the scheme and like the bouncing out. You like to run in between the tackles, but. The top five uh, draft order as of right now is the Browns, Giants, Colts, Browns again, and the uh, Denver Broncos. So, hold on, can I interrupt you real fast? What's the up? only thing that gives me hope about Saquon is last year they've been the last what two three years they've been pretty spot on with the running back projection. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Fournette, Fournette, he's like, oh man, he gonna run for yeah. a thousand plus yards, ten tubs. Did that Zeke, same sure thing. Yeah. Now Zeke actually almost. He might have got 2,000 yards if he didn't sit out the last game at that point. Since, like, since uh, the Rams and the Chargers drafted a running back first time in like four years, there's been a running back in the first round every year since. The only, yeah, the only the running back that you could say that... It's that, the return that, of the RB, baby. The only, potentially <laughs> that they didn't know who was going to be a... They didn't know if he was going to be a bust or not was Melvin Gordon. And even then, once they got him offensive line, then he showed him, like, all right, so he, he was obviously picked at a reason. He was the reason why he was picked at this point as well. Yeah. So if you, if you if, like, you, like we're going to do a mock, even though I kind of hate him at the same time, I find him a little interested. Mock five, top five. Oh, boy. Who do you got? You know, I, like, I know for me personally, this is my personal let me Let me uh, get my mock. Yeah, you, you, let you, get your mock up. But I, I got Saquon at one. I got, because I think the Browns, he's the best player in the draft. 
by far other than the, other than Quentin Nelson. Mm. So I would get Saquon because you're not going to get very many run. You're not going to have well, it's the Browns, so they might have many, very many opportunities mm. to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick the pick Saquon. Giants. They now if the Browns pick quarterback, I think Giants will pick Saquon. But Saquon's going to be off the board for my mock. So I am going with the best quarterback on the board. Who they you could pick between uh, Rosen, Darnold. Uh, they're going to get drafted quarterback. Yeah. Like if Barkley's off the board, Colts. I think they'll go with Chubb. I think that the Colts have had the mm-hmm. one softer defense. They had a soft defense when Peyton was there, so they need to try to get some intimidation up front. Uh, next thing you got the Browns again. I think they finally get the quarterback. I think if Josh Allen is still, I, I still could, we the highlight they had just pulled up. It was Ben Roethlisberger doing a fake pick pitch versus Jacksonville. And the whole defense fell for it, except the safety. And mm-hmm. it was like, safety's looking at, why y'all? Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger pitching the ball running. Like, this is what we doing now? Man. <laughs> Who did he wow. get? Jalen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody on that one. And then, so Browns get their quarterback at four. And then the Denver Broncos, they're obviously picking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then as the, as the order Which goes, one? I think Rosen will go to the Giants. I think Rosen will go to the Giants. Okay. I think the Browns would get... Allen, Josh okay. Allen out of Wyoming, and I think Denver gets back to Mayfield. That's just okay. my opinion. I think okay. that's I think if if I think that would fit what they want going on. I think if the Broncos have their way, they would get Josh Allen, but I think Josh Allen gets picked up either by the Giants <sighs> or the Browns. So that's my mock five. Uh, Royal Luke, who wants to go next on this one? I'll go. Um, okay. I'll probably invert it. I think the Browns with with uh, John Dorsey, he's not – I mean, he ain't no draft genius, but there's no way he can mess this up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, number one, I'll say he'll pick a quarterback, and yeah. it'll probably be the one with the best draft grade or best combine grade, which was Sam Darnold. I think he'll um, go Darnold first. I think he'll go Darnold first. Um, the Giants um, – I see them trying to replace Eli Manning, so they'll probably get a quarterback there too. Mm-hmm. The Colts, I might call the dark horse for quarterback, and I think what we'll witness is probably history, and you'll see quarter three quarterbacks go in the first three picks. Uh, now, who would it be? It would probably. I mean, if it ain't Darnold, if it ain't Darnold, and if it ain't um, like uh, um, Rosen. Then probably there since they tried out what's his name who they try out uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor was it yeah uh, I can see them maybe looking at Lamar Jackson right there you think Lamar uh, Jackson would be or my bad that was uh, that was Giants I'm talking about the Colts uh, uh, to back up uh, Andy Luck um, yeah no um, yeah they'll probably pick like uh, you know, they might mess around and pick Josh Allen or somebody like that but that's what I see there. Number four for the Browns, um, I mean, Barkley would be a good one, but I, I'd rather have, at that pick, I'll pick a, a DB. They just lost their franchise corner in Joe Hayden, so I see them trying to replace that. They might go uh, They might go corner with Josh Jackson. Let's get some turnovers. Let's get the ball back in our hands. They'll go with Josh Jackson there. Uh-huh. And five, uh, Broncos, man, they might go quarterback too, <laughs> frankly. Uh, but I, I have a feeling they're going to try to buy in to Paxton or, or Trevor. 
So if they do that, I mean, I feel like the draft, the draft, of course, will be the tell-all, especially at that pick. Number five would be the tell-all. But I don't see John Elway necessarily, um, you know, committing to Simeon or passing him. So no, I feel you. I don't know. But if I were Denver, I guess I would go with um, hey, maybe Nick Chubb. I mean, uh, shoot, yeah, you, you, got, you got Von Miller. Uh, I mean, DeMarcus Ware, I think he's gone. So you might want to. They, uh, they might buy it. Yeah, they got Shane Ray, and, and you know Shane Ray will take the step up, and then they put Nick Chubb in right behind him. So that kind of keeps their defense. They a little could bit get after more Patrick. Intact. They could get after Phillip, and they can get after Carr. So oh, that, yeah. if they, they oh, would yeah. only. But here's the thing: I don't think Barkley. I don't think Barkley will still like where your draft would be. You Barkley think Barkley is going in the top five? Barkley won't get I, past mine the Colts. Is just, he won't get past the Colts. He won't get past top three. Yeah, I don't think he'll get past top three. I think someone will jump up to trade him. But uh, Roy, who do you like? Think? I said, I I think I see different necessities. I honestly do think it was interesting. It's, way a, D, about it's it. a D class for quarterbacks, D class for DBs, running backs or you know, running backs or I mean, you got Barkley, but who who's other than Barkley? What's his name uh, that we was just watching? Penny. Um, Penny. Uh, you know, San Diego State. Right. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really see like running backs coming out like that. And Barkley, even though he is a good one, I don't really see. I think the personally, hype is real. I don't see him going in top. I think the I hype see, is real. He can him. go in top ten, but I I see him falling out. Of, I see him falling out of three or four. I do. Okay. Just because of the quarterback necessity for a lot of these teams, they do need a lot especially of the Browns, especially the Giants, and the way Andrew Luck is looking, I would say especially the coach, especially given with Mark Donovan, their new uh, president. Uh, or really, he's a GM. Uh, any, I think so. Uh, That's one thing I didn't uh, yeah. think of. Like the Colts could draft their yeah. quarterback at uh, draft a because the situation with Andrew and Luck could, and could you quite frankly be a lot you worse. Could, than you we could think. heist. You could heist somebody because it basically if you say, you know, Andrew Luck, we're going we're going to get a rookie quarterback. Uh, what would you give up for him? A lot of teams would probably give up two number ones for a quarterback for Andrew Luck. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you? That'd be a quarterback of the future. I mean, I mean that's what Chiefs essentially did with Watson, with Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes ain't really injury prone like Andrew Luck, and that's the issue. You're not giving two firsts for Andrew Luck. You're not. I mean, so. Andrew Luck wasn't injury prone in college, was he? He wasn't well, injury prone. No, but, but once they he got to the pros, everything changed. We got to get a bigger sample size. Say that. I give you that. Mahomes is injury prone. Now you being petty, but one. Uh, uh, but one, what I'm saying is, it's different when you when you buying into a new to a new pony as opposed to one that's already that's been broken damage. in and broken down. He did and you don't know, labor. and you don't know the true extent of the damage to begin with. You're not giving up two. I think the only person that knows the true damage is Andrew McDaniel's. Luck. Well, McDaniel's knows a little bit, <laughs> that, but, that's my, but that's but that's my point. Like to, but I. If there was any narrative that fell out from Josh McDaniel backing out of the coach deal, it had to be Andrew's not what is wrong with Andrew Luck. Yeah. And to me, the fact that they're being very hush hush on it, they're not saying, you know, that you know, they're not really saying he's got a whole lot of progress going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's out there throwing medicine balls around. Okay, this not that, football. All that that's what I'm saying. All that is great and good. Is he still the same quarterback? And I'm not giving up. We go, two we gonna get into that, Roy. What was your top five? I know that we've been you've been sitting there quietly, you know, plotting over there. So what you think? Uh, number one, uh, I'm gonna say Saquon Barkley. That's a no burner for me. You don't find too many players that's like that coming out of the draft every okay. year. Okay. 
I say Giants at number two. They take Sam Darnold. Eli's his career is winding down. It's time to get a replacement for that guy, and <laughs> he might come in to be a day one starter. No matter, it depends on if they keep Eli or not. If Eli wants to stay, mm. number three at the Colts. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. They need so much. That's what I'm saying. That, <laughs> that's what I'm they saying. Can go, they can go. They can go. They can. I don't think they would take a quarterback that early. That's why I got Chubb. I don't know what your yours would what was. I think that they just need a I defense. Would, I, would, I was going to say Nick Chubb. They definitely need pass rush, and they don't. Have, they haven't had any, anybody since. What about DB? Robert Mathis. Yeah. What about? What, yeah. I mean, they just got um, Malik Hooker last year. Mm-hmm. True, and he tore his ACL, so that's not when you put. He was put. He was performing well when they put when he was on the field. So. Um, I've, who do you got at four? I think the four is who again? Browns. Browns again. I say they take. Uh, I'm just gonna go. Off, I think they take Baker Mayfield. Mm. Baker before Allen. Because mm. Baker Mayfield, he just has that hit factor. He makes plays. But so did Johnny though, supposedly. <laughs> and look what how this, that turned this, out. For this him. is true, but Johnny didn't make the type of plays that Baker Mayfield made. Yeah, Manziel, he 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 looked a, he could scramble. He was looking to, to play. Baker always seems like he wants to stay in that pocket. Let me tell you who reminds me of Baker. Reminds me of like a shorter version of Philip because mm-hmm. Philip Philip can't run faster. He he about as slow as molasses in the winter time. You know, I don't know, like I don't know what type of hyperbole you could say with Philip, but Baker, he if he, I mean, he ain't really got knees, so he can only move so fast. But like with Baker, he was always trying to stay in that pocket range. He always wanted to stay within the tackles, and he would always throw a dime. And um, his, his, he's extremely accurate. He has a, he has a pop when he throws the ball. Like he gets it there. He got he a deep ball. He can throw 40, 50 yards on diamond. Like NFL, I know a lot of people they love Josh Allen's arm. Like, he throws it eighty yards. Here's the thing: if you could, if a quarterback could throw it 80 yards, then your D line's not doing what they're doing, and I'm assuming that uh, your DBs just fell down because at that point the DB is definitely running with your He's running back. Getting toasted. Yeah, and then Denver. Who do you got for Denver? Josh F- Allen. I think okay. that I think Simeon is gone. Uh, the, the project with um, Paxton Lynch. Paxton that's a dub. Lynch, that, that's a dub. That was a failed project. Even though he, I don't feel like he got a fair chance at that. Uh, but he did have every chance in the world to get that start that starting job. They were trying to find every reason to give him the job in the last two years. He just didn't find a way to take it. Uh, I think that I think the Broncos, if they had their choice, they would want Allen. Mm. Um, Baker, I can see Baker though sliding out of that top five though. I mean, he's not projected to be in the top five. Yeah, but I can see. But I think that a lot of people are loving Baker Mayfield in terms of his Heisman winning, his oh, impact. Oh, uh, slide into it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said like if he if he if he doesn't slide in the top five, I can see him dropping all the way up to that's Arizona's pick. Oh, no. I see Arizona or uh, I see Arizona taking Josh Allen. I don't think Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen. He had the other than Bar- there was Barkley, Quinn Nelson, and where do y'all see Lamar Jackson going? Second round. And as much as I hate to admit it, and like I, I think he's he's getting stereotyped, but second round is right where he's probably going to be picked. Yeah. Uh, the shot, like look at the shot, Kaiser. Like same thing with Kaiser. Kaiser uh, tested well in the combine. He had the measurables. He had everything you wanted in a quarterback, even though you didn't obviously accomplish as much as Lamar Jackson. But he was picked at 33, 34. So Lamar Jackson would probably be a thirty-ish pick. But if he does fall into the sixties. 
I think that a, 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 a dark horse for them, and a lot of people don't, might not believe it, Patriots. I can see someone draft the Patriots. I can see the Patriots drafting him at whatever pick they have in the 60s. And if they were to get him, it would be he would have instant dra- like trade value. They would they would show Lamar Jackson in the preseason. He probably he will be balling. He will probably they have a good got, They got a pick in the 40s. They got the 40s. Yeah, because they, they traded for a few things. So they got that from that was for Garoppolo. I yeah. see them. I would if I were them. If I was, if I was, you know, go, bro, because right now they only have they only have one quarterback on their roster. And that's that's Tom Brady. Hoyer's a free agent. No, they have no one else. So, so you told me you. I told you who, who was good. They, they so they wouldn't get one in the first round. Who you like? He's uh, like Kyle Lauletta. Oh, Lauletta. Yeah. He said, I can see him beginning him like in the fourth, fifth round. If he's st- like, I granted the Patriots always know what they're he doing. He coming out this year? Yes. He's a senior, right? Okay. Uh, All right. But you, you still gotta get two QBs though. You because you need to pay like I that's that's just a sleeper. Me personally, I would like uh, Steelers to buff up their quarterback room. I know that they have Dobbs, they have Joshua Dobbs, and they have Landry Jones behind Ben. But they need it. Landry Jones is we all know who he is. He mm-hmm. is the he is the posterior uh, <laughs> most human being. They call that man a posterior. <laughs> you know he's a standing guy. I mean, this is kind of hard to say though with the. Uh... Draft picks quarterback position because it's so many free agent quarterbacks. We don't know who's going where. So. Kirk Cousins. They said that Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins goes to the Jets. Jets don't need a quarterback now. AJ, a six. Well, what if he AJ goes to Minnesota? AJ McCarron goes to the Browns. Browns might not draft a quarterback. Yes, but that'll be the most Browns. That'll be the most Browns thing ever, though. They they, they would draft. They would they would they would get AJ McCarron. I can see it though. And then not draft draft Nicholas Chubb or get Barkley at, at one and four. He has a familiar face and a head coach. Um, Hugh Douglas, true. Offensive coordinator for Bengals, he was there for yeah. how many years? What other quarterback free agents do we have? We have Case Keenum, Case Keenum, uh, Case Teddy, Keenum B. You got Teddy, Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford. Uh, mm-hmm. The NFL is going to look a lot different this year. Like I, that is definitely something. Like in terms of the quarterback room, a lot of people and a lot, a lot of people getting traded as well. I think a lot of quarterbacks are going to get traded. I think Alex Smith getting traded to Washington was the biggest quarterback trade, but. You got Michael Bennett getting traded to the e- got traded to the Eagles D line. You got Richard Sherman about to be released. Mm-hmm. There's the NFL is going to be interesting. Free agent, free agent, free agent crop is going to be yeah. ridiculous. Jimmy Garoppolo going. That's why I, Jimmy that's, Jimmy already got signed. Remember Jimmy Garoppolo, not Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Graham. Oh, ooh, they said that the, he might return to the Saints. Oh. That offense, but what if he goes to the Patriots? They just released uh, Bennett, but Bennett and Gronk. No, you got Gronk and Jimmy Gronk. Remember at one point in time, they was, they was battling to see who was the best tight end. They on the same team. This Hernandez, Gronk all over again. That was, that's, a, that's also a Patriot move, I would see. I would see them getting J- Jimmy Graham with Gronk. They could trade Gronk, too. I doubt that'll ever happen. You trade him to the Browns or something? No, I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt it, too. Like, like they said he has a power football I'm not going to say he's their only offense, but... They know what they got in, in, in him. Everybody, it's funny you see the Skip Baylesses and everyone talking about, well, they can win without Gronk. With Gronk on the field, they are damn near unstoppable. Like, with Tom Brady as your quarterback, with him playing the little play the way he does. You uh, got to play a perfect game to beat him. Oh, no, most definitely. If you mm-hmm. have any any type of uh, lag, like, look at it. They almost they almost won the Super Bowl because of Gronk. Gronk was literally uncomfortable. Uh in the second half, and that's pretty much when the Patriots win the Super Bowl, isn't that? So I can see that as well. Uh, 
we this is the first segment of this one of this uh was fourth episode man we're getting up this there in the episode fifth fifth episode I'm man pretty sure man that's crazy we're getting up there fourth fourth I've been on three you've been oh, on three man. Uh, man we're getting up there we go I thought we had four so now uh we can talk about or free five. agents we got about five more minutes we got free agents as I said a lot of people getting released and everything I know we talked about it in episode. Was it three? Royal said we have four, but this is our fourth episode, so this is three. Uh, no, actually four, fifth. Mm. Man, I'm getting confused. <laughs> whatever episode it is, whatever episode it is, we gonna call it the dopest episode. Let's put it like that. So, of all the free agents, everything's getting a little solidified. Free agency, the legal tampering period is about to start. Mm. Who do you think is going to be the most sought after free agent that's not named Kirk Cousins? <sighs> Alan Robinson, the receiver class this year, the receiver class this year might be as deep as the running back class in the draft. Like, you got Alan Robinson. I see Bradford. I I see uh, Sam Bradford. No. I see Nick Foles. Nick Foles got to get traded. They said they want to lose the first or fourth. I think think the quarterback class this year, if you have a team that just needs a serviceable quarterback, like, that's why I said Denver – Denver can mess it up. Denver has the opportunity to either hit a home run or they could they could set their franchise back another five years. They could sign one of these uh, middle tier quarterbacks that just because of the market you need to pay them up to twenty million dollars or more. But if they sign Case Keenum to a contract for three four years and do it for fifteen million dollars a year, Denver will have more money to spend on the offense and defense, and they yeah. will be. A, they would be a pain in the butt for the whole AFC West. But the only thing is, Case Keenum going to have another type of season like this, or is it a flash in the pan? If you watch those Vikings games, there wasn't much you could say that Case Keenum was not doing. His QBR was actually in the top 10. I mean, we've seen flashes of this uh, periodically in games throughout his career, but he actually did it for a consistent season the whole time the yeah, I mean, he ran into the boss saw in oh, Philly. Boy. He ran into the, the bus saw in Philly. Yeah, but like, but Case Keenum for the most part played solid. He at one some point he was playing better than Big Ben. Didn't happen very long because Big Ben righted the ship. But would you, if your case, if you're if you're if you're a, a team that needs a lot of pieces, like they they're a solid team. Look at the Chargers. They're paying. I think they're paying Philip quarters of up towards the twenty five mm-hmm. million. Would you sign Case Keenum and trade Phillip Rivers to Man, like? You said Kirk Cousins was the most sought after. He's gonna be the most he sought is, after quarterback. He is, he He's is. gonna be the most sought after free agent just because if I'm willing to throw a hundred million dollars guaranteed at you, that. he's the one commanding the most money. I'm not gonna say he's the most sought after though. Who no, think he's the most sought after? Then? Ain't nobody. It, I mean, quarterbacks are naturally, unfortunately, just because of the market, as you said, it's not because of they're it's not as that good. Often you have a quarterback like this in the free agency. Okay, they'll get that deal done. There's a lot of receivers that are comparable to Sammy Watkins. You got Allen Robinson. You got Sammy Watkins. Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson. You got you got. Don't see nobody falling over themselves from Malcolm Butler or Sheldon Richardson. I think Malcolm Butler because of the whole Bill Belichick situation and getting benched in the Super Bowl. I think that he will be the most. I think I think Tremaine Johnson. I think Tremaine Johnson out of the Rams are going to be the most. Between him and Butler is going to be the most paid. But I think Butler. I think. If, I think people would have thought it was blasphemous that Butler would have been a free agent. That they, 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 the New England would let him hit the free agency market. Mm-hmm. But now that he is a free agent, mm-hmm. like look, ESPN, Fox, 
all the sports networks, how many times have you heard Michael Butler get brought up other than, oh, he got benched in the Super Bowl? I mean, but it's not like he's not a bad corner. That's the thing about it. Like, really, what I am what I feel like is everybody's kind of waiting for the free agent deadline. Patriots were never going to do nothing with him. Everybody's kind of waiting for, I mean, not the deadline, but they're waiting for it to kick in. Yeah. And I really think once it does, the landscape is going to change and you're going to see, I don't know, I just see teams, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's going to command a lot of money. That's why I don't necessarily see him as the most sought after. The people who are going to try to chase him are the people with the money. True. When I think, when who's, I think. Who's a higher profile free agent right now? Well, it's hard to be higher profile than Kirk Cousins when he's literally commanding like record-breaking money. It's not even record. What Kirk Cousins is literally trying to do is single-handedly make NFL contracts fully guaranteed. I mean, when you're talking about playing one year for $60 million fully guaranteed, you're talking about guaranteeing contracts. You know what I'm saying? I so, know. I think it was uh, That's not, the Vikings. They got a reported yeah. deal was three years, three years at least, $91 million exactly. guaranteed. Because what Kirk, what a lot of people are saying That's is that Kirk, a lot of money. Kirk wants to have a shorter deal, one, three to four years, and that way he can hit the market again. When all the younger quarterbacks like the Mariotas and the Sean Watsons, the Patrick oh, Mahomes, the game. oh no, yeah, Kirk, that's what I'm saying. Kirk, Kirk, you want to tell you what Kirk Cousins is? Is he is the but Darrell Revis at quarterback? He's the Darrell Revis at quarterback. But Darrell Revis could never he, do. But he's a business. But I hear what you're saying. He's he's a, he's he cornered the market for quarterback. Man. He he got Tampa Bay to pay him all that money. Got he got traded to New England. Overpaying for Kirk Cousins is going to screw the game up so bad it's not even funny. That's the problem. But if it does what I think it does, which is introduce fully guaranteed contracts in the new CBA, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Then, then it'll happen. But if they don't, if 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 the if the NFLPA doesn't get fully guaranteed contracts in these new negotiations, oh no, that's then, CBA. That's then CBA. the game is all messed up. The CBA now you got to now you really overpaying for quarterbacks. If the CBA when the next CBA deal is it needs to be struck, they need to find a way to get for fully guaranteed contracts. Because not only that, it helps the teams because if you fully guarantee the contracts and you write it to where it's either sign up, 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 it's upfront money, you could have cap hits way smaller. The thing about the thing about teams, the NFL is, is just greedy, man. So it's just it'll be interesting to see free agent wise. Uh, Lamarcus Joyner got franchise tag, which I thought that he was going to command about five years, sixty, seventy million dollars, but is he worth it? Joyner was actually solid. Joyner was that Tremaine Johnson is the person. I wanted him. To replace Ron Parker, I want to. I want to replace Ron Parker. I want to join her. I want to burn that as free agents. Um, then, of course, I was looking at draft. I want Ronnie Harrison, but uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. When I saw him get franchise tag, I thought that kind of sucked. But I mean, Morgan Burnett's out there, but he's hella old, so he ain't. We ain't gonna be looking at him. I like. I like Tyvon. Branch I say hella old. But he I like Tyvon Branch too. You, at safety. Yeah. You will even Kenny Vaccaro. I, I like him too. I like to see him in uh, black and gold. But I think Kenny Vaccaro. I think he has to be in the right system too. I don't know if he's yeah. a, a cover safety. I don't know if he's a in the box when safety. Saints were good. <laughs> he should, but but guess, guess what? It was like his first. What was he been on the team for four years? His first time defense was actually decent. All think he even. All think he was remember how to play last good. year. Yeah. You said what? And he was on IR last year. No, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good on Vaccaro. I need, and he's what? Yeah, but he's young. But yeah, he's you hit IR. You of all young. people would think people could come back. From I mean, I do, but Eric Berry's a special case. But that, I mean, 
he's just a different kind of monster. That's literally what that is. Now, do I think do I think <laughs> Vakar can come back from IR, especially in the right situation? Sure, but realistically, looking at what the Chiefs are trying to do right now, I just don't see it happening. Um, I don't see them trying to sink a whole lot of money into a dude who's injury prone. Granted, if you talking about free agents, you know, and all of them come with their list of injuries, so. I mean, it's a matter of what it's a matter of what Brett Veach is trying to do, and all accounts, it sounds like he's trying to go younger and literally rebuild the team, which is what I told you was gonna happen from the get go. But I mean, if that's the case, then I don't really like Bacall there. I mean, Joyner, you know, he was kind of old too, but he was good. Morgan Burnett, he's really old, but he's a solid player. Um, but you, True. but you, but you said in previous episodes that the Chiefs are ready to compete now, even though you didn't know that one Alex Smith was getting traded too, and then the second one you didn't know that Marcus Peters I was, was getting traded. But that's what I'm saying. So like the whole squad, like. But when like, I said way. now, the when I said now back then, it was before we traded oh, Marcus oh, Peters. Oh, I mean, but even you keep Marcus Peters and build on your defense, even with Alex McGon, like he's supposed to be. Yes, you still contending. Even without contending Marcus Peters, means, I heard you say that y'all will get ten wins. But we can get, get, get ten. I, I think we can still contending? get ten. What's get, ten let's wins be, is competing, bro. Ten wins is competing. That's competing. But when I say contending, I think they can make a deep run in the playoffs. Are they better than Pittsburgh? Ma, right I now? see Mahomes able to. I think Mahomes could overcome the issues against Pittsburgh, which has always been we rely on Alex Smith too much to do too much against Pittsburgh. You can't do that because he's not gonna. He's not that great. So are y'all gonna be better than New England in the postseason? Because I know Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions of the regular season. I think we could be better than be, Pittsburgh. They could be. They could be. They could be, be the the representatives on the AFC. I think we could be better than Pittsburgh because then we can we we can beat your defense. That's why you're 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 crying for defenders right now. I do. I do. If we if we destroy your defense, it's a wrap. Of course, like I was crying for defense when Ryan Sazier was out, but like obviously they need to ensure that part. But like. Like, like my whole. Thing. All I'm saying is we just need to catch y'all one good time in January. That's all I'm saying. One good time. Oh, that's all I'm saying. One good time in January. Who's gonna cover AB? Who's gonna cover Tyreek? Who's gonna cover Travis Kelsey? Who could cover? Who's Tyreke? gonna cover? Who's gonna cover some of these receivers? We could probably gonna pick up at free agency. Not speaking about the receivers we have right now. I. But you know what, bro? One, two, okay. You don't gonna, have them. No, no. Here's the thing. You don't have them. You don't have nobody that I'm can cover the, anybody. I'm gonna, we I'm, gonna, had. I'm gonna attack. You've been that lucky that we've had Alex Smith the entire time. Hey, let the man talk. Like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna attack that because first of all, you said who's gonna cover Tyreek? Who covers Tyreek is Tyreek because I was I'm still trying to find him from that playoff game. First of all, and secondly. Travis Kelsey. It only takes Mike Mitchell to call him soft one time, and then he's going to get us a personal foul. That's number two. And number three, Marcus Peters was the only saving grace for Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown has had over 125 yards versus y'all every game he's played, y'all. And the only time y'all definitely, and the only time y'all have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers is when Landry Jones is the quarterback. So if Landry Jones plays the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes will be the first quarterback to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the last three, four years. And like I said, watch us tool up. Granted, the, the chances are a little bit lower now without Marcus Peters, but watch us tool up, and we're going to go to town on that I ass. Would, I would love your optimism about the Chiefs <laughs> tooling up. If you, if, you said, if you said that the Chiefs, if the Chiefs, like, you know what, if we retool up, we could compete, and we will go towards the best team. You have to you tool go against up Jacksonville, in the right place Jacksonville, you Jacksonville, you go, the Jacksonville, the, the, the Patriots. And the Steelers, you saying, bro, you've been saying the Chiefs better than the Steelers, and I, I, like, I don't even talk during those games. I just literally be, I just sit there and watch, and then I have to get, man, 
They get lucky, you know. No, like, this year, I, this year, I never said that. Last year, I said it was a possibility. The year before that, I said yes. Say this about the Chiefs for the last what since about. You Patty though, you a Chargers fan. You can't. Yeah, I'm, gonna let you I'm gonna let you live. I'm gonna let you live. But you are. We already know about you. You don't know what the playoffs. Y'all team don't know what the playoffs look like now. You don't. You don't know what it's been looking like <laughs> last five years. You don't. Whatever, but man. I do think that the Chargers are the prime team who has missed the playoffs the last couple of years. I think that they will be the sneakiest team. So this how so this how we end the show. I mean, we're we just gonna take shots at everybody's we, team. We, we also had a rookie head coach. He had to learn how to coach. He had to get the winning culture back on the team. Like it's some things we have to. Obstacles we have to overcome. No, I I'm think sorry. that I, I think that whole obstacle, our obstacle. I didn't even insert to my team in, in the conversation because I already knew how this was going to go. I, know, I already know, but I already you just sitting there just putting the head. I know when if y'all when we get video, Royal put his when we start going, he just put his head and his mouth <laughs> in his hoodie because he already knows because he's he about to, to laugh. start thinking. He tried not exactly. to laugh. He tried not to laugh and roast. But I really do think that they they are sneaky, and I think that the Chiefs have the most. They have the most intriguing roster in terms of, as you said, though, Tyreek is the fastest receiver in the league. They got Travis, second best tight end in the league when Gronk's not playing, which is like that. that Tyreek had one. He, he, he had one off game. Huh? Is he? Travis. Who? He might be the third. Zach Ertz got something to say about that. Ooh, that's tough, though. I forgot about Ertz. Zach Ertz, Ertz is not your number one receiver. I don't know. Travis Kelsey Who's is. Zach Ertz on the Chiefs. Zach Ertz is the number one receiver. I heard is the number one receiver seemed like with the Eagles. Like the go to guy anyway. He was most of the He was the go to guy. Like Alshon Jeffrey was a beast. Alshon Jeffrey's the beast, but I'm saying like Ertz, whenever like whenever Nick Foles or Carson Wentz needed something. I'm about to say. Whenever they needed something, third and two. That's what third you're talking about. But he's not you you talking about third and two, I'm talking about no, first I'm, and ten. They're I'm, throwing I mean, a Travis I mean, Kelsey. True, true. I mean the majority of the year he was the go to man. I'm just saying, like, 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 plays were drawn up for Ertz as the number one target. Greg Olson. Y'all talking about three, man. Are you forgetting I'm, Greg Olson? Y'all really are He's disrespecting good. my man. Yeah, I said two. Right now. Royal said three. I said Ertz has There's something to say. Ertz, Ertz, like, there's, there's rooms for it. There's levels to it. There's the tier. And we, have, we, we have the tier one for quarterbacks, tier two for quarterbacks, tier three for quarterbacks. And, tier, and tight ends, there's yeah. really only three tiers. There's the... The three. There's a Gronks, the baby Gronks, <laughs> and then you got then you got the dudes who you got the basketball players that play a tight end that ain't necessarily. If on the game three. plan, if the game plan goes, and to then you them, got the dudes that drop everything and you bring them in just to block. That's right. true. The specialty tight ends, right? And the H, the you know, like the flexes and they're stuff. not even flexes at that point. They just uh, the heavy Harris. formation. Demetrius Harris is probably yeah. Demetrius Harris is a tier three. Travis Kelsey is a tier one. Well, you, Hunter, I think Hunter Henry. I say he is. Travis Kelsey is too a tier one. No, I was talking about. I was talking about Demetrius Harris. <laughs> oh, he's a tier three. <laughs> hey, 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 he, 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 he was hugging his sister. <laughs> hey, he was he was watching the playoff though. He was he, 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 he said it's about time he tried to get released. That's what he said, man. I mean, he can. But you felt you felt like that whole Chiefs thing, like, hey man, I, I we am, might choke away this game, but I'm definitely not gonna be the one to help choke on this. I, I'm definitely gonna help. I'm yeah. gonna help win the game. I'm not. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> okay, I, I can't believe I'm sticking up for Demetrius Harris right now, but you never do. This was this is surprising. I never do. But but like I was about to say, games. I was about to say we need to get a tier two tight end. Frankly, what yeah. about Jimmy Graham? We talked about Jimmy Graham. Why not throw him some cash? It's not because he because you need him to block. I think, I think Patrick Mahomes, if anything, they'll be going for like uh, Paul Richardson, wide receivers to, to tool up with. Uh, 
You hear? Hey, you heard Rob, it now. No, I think they believe in the young receivers. I think Demarcus Robinson. Well, he's Demarcus Robinson. I'm trying to tell you. He's gonna come on the scene next year, and y'all gonna be like, uh, "You, you, 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 you gasp me." I mean, you sign right now. Well, you say sure you rather have Paul Richardson. The, the mic hears this, <sighs> but I'm trying to tell you that Patrick Mahomes has built quite the rapport with Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson earned he earned the clock. He earned the clock last year. So I'm, I'm, leave, I'm, leave Demarcus Robinson. He's gonna be. A, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go uh, playoffs. Uh, Tennessee. That was an injury, bro. Okay, but like I said, and but other than that, other than that, like I said, he earned the time. It could have been Jehu Chesson who they drafted last year and who they were saying was, quite frankly, better than Demarcus Robinson at the start of the season. But Demarcus Robinson, like I said, earned the clock time. So, like I said, he's going to be a fantasy sleeper. Next year, just watch. He's going to get more clock once they let Albert Wilson walk. You'll have either Chris Conley or Demarcus Robinson out there. Demarcus, Demarcus Robinson has good hands. He's going to be a dependable target for Mahomes, and you're going to see him getting more and more production. Is Watch. Any, of the, any of the Chiefs receivers better than Juju? Uh, No, but that's fine. I feel like I heard you say the same thing about John Baldwin. No, no, I think no. He been saying John. He said John Baldwin was cheeks. He didn't no, say that. He that's said, that's what I said John Baldwin. Oh, I've who's always said John Baldwin had potential to be great. He just never. But everybody always has that. potential to be great. Look this at part is true, but but John Baldwin's problem was that he really dropped balls. Demarcus Robinson, when he's in the game, he don't drop passes. He catches the ball and he scores. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have beat. I probably would have beat the huh? Steelers. What's his number? Fourteen. Fourteen. Didn't he? He scored a touchdown right before half, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back shoulder fade or yeah. back shoulder whatever. Down I don't know what type. Of, I don't know what type of rod it was. It was back shoulder something. Uh, probably everybody off. But it was like down. I don't know if it was back shoulder because I think he. He caught it in stride. Alex actually threw a good ball that one. Yeah, so. But this was the first segment, guys. We're going to come back with another about 34, about 30 minute, yeah. another segment. We can talk about some NBA. Uh, hit us up with some questions. We're going to post it on the site. Please hit Anthony us up with it was a, like, One thing I want to talk about if was, if, is Anthony Davis now the new, like, the best player in the NBA. At this point, mm. it might have to be a conversation we need oh, to have. Yeah. But go ahead and hit us with some questions. Uh, this is 7246 to Den. This is Kenny Watt signing out. This is Ray signing out. Oh, Trey. He ain't invited no more. He ain't gonna come back no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see y'all later, yeah. brother. <laughs>